Welcome to the 39th, the episode of the Funny Till It's Not podcast. UFOs and Bros 3. Enjoy! Episode 39 with the boys from Pursuit of Infinity podcast. I love you guys. Thank you again for coming. Love you too. Uh, I want to get, it's it's UFOs and Bros 3, so we're going to be talking about (laughs) some supposed, now this isn't me saying it, these are supposed you know, beings that they've seen and some of the crap that's been, you know, videoed. Recently? Uh, no, just over, okay. over, you know. Periods of time? Yeah, existence. <laughs> history. Because some of it has been going on since, you know, first recorded history. So it's it's pretty crazy. I know this doesn't have really anything to do about it. I kind of want to talk about the congressional hearing a little bit. Only because I think it's somewhat important. Maybe not... Did you guys get to see any of that? Any of the, like... No. Even with, the, like, the little clips going around where it was an orb, like a metal orb going through... What, oh. what country was that? Do you remember? It's Iraq. Uh, yeah, I think it was Iraq. It was, it was Iraq? Okay. So it was it was a metal orb going through Iraq, and they only they only got it for a real small amount of time. Is that the one where it was, like, some lady on a plane? Or... No, I, okay. it was it was from military. Oh, I don't know oh, if it was okay. a drone or, a, or just a surveillance helicopter yeah. or some shit like that, but... It was on it that. Just, just whipped by the camera. It goes. It goes like towards. I don't know. I, I, I would say south. Like. Okay. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> but it was. It was going for a, a direction. They only got it for like I want to say like maybe a minute and a half to two minutes. But that was one of the things they released during the congressional hearing. Now this thing looked to me in the video like a like a. Big silver just ball. A, just a ball bearing just flying yeah. in the sky. A ball bearing. It was fucking weird. And that's not the first time that anybody's ever said that before. There was also Jeremy Corbell on their show with um, George Knapp. They released a video, not a video, it was a picture, right? Yeah. And they called it the Mosul Orb. And that was in that Iraq also. It was yeah, the okay. of the video that they released. Okay. That's crazy. That is crazy to me. At first, people were trying to shit on it and say, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a puddle, that's a reflection of a And I was like, okay, yeah, it could be, maybe, but I don't see it. Yeah, it and then didn't look like a no, I you know what sucks about I've been noticing too. So many people have been like attacking these. I, I'm not gonna lie, I follow a lot of UFO shit mm-hmm. and, because it interests the shit out of me. Weird. And constantly, these people. I don't know if it's the UFO community itself or it's implanted bots or people that are Trolls like, oh, this is fake, this is bullshit. It's like, I think we talked about this on one of the other episodes of UFOs and Bros. Like. What's a picture gonna do anyway from a normal person? Because people are like, oh, "That's edited," or "That's a oh, that's just straight up fake." Yeah, it's like it's almost like just just have the experience because you know for yourself you can validate that. Like, fuck, I, I can't say what that was, but it was weird as shit. But it wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> no, it was it was weird as hell. There was also another IR film where it showed I think it showed a regular plane and then it showed another streaking. I don't know if it was a disc. Did it look disc shaped to you? That other one that was. Going through, it was weird. It was pretty cool, though, but another thing I've noticed, these videos are very, very short. Yeah. Very short. Yeah, they're not showing the whole video. Yeah. No, of course not. That's because no that pays that... to, to a video over, like, 30 seconds anyway, so... That's... Sometimes the videos, too, like, they're not the right angle, or you wish you could just move it over yeah. just a little bit. Hold <laughs> yeah. the camera still. Now I'm starting to just believe Joey that they don't... They just don't show you the full video because then they're going to have to explain, like, I bet you at some point it either dematerialized, went through something, or just did a hair turn and went, like, breakneck speed where the camera can't even fucking catch up to it. Mm-hmm. And then they're, 
that's just one more thing that these people are going to have to explain. Yeah. True. That's like the same in 2017 with the gimbal video that they released. That other one filmed uh, in the uh, IR, I think. Okay. Yeah, but they showed it uh, move. It was only like, what, 30 second video? It was also it's very moving, short. And then it starts rotating. That's and right. As yep. soon as it rotates, the video stops. Yep. And so, what the hell? You were getting to the good part. It just stops. The <laughs> it's well, why just stop? To me, it's wild because you don't see any calm trails off these things mm-hmm. at all. It's just the the heat signature, and I don't even think they're hot. Are they? Yeah. I, I don't know if they should. They show up cold. Yeah, no, really cold. So that's weird. You think, you know, you're accelerating, you're needing some sort of heat. Well, that's what they say about all of them. Like none of them have any kind of propulsion in any way. It's just them floating around and. Either doing anti gravity or oh, I forgot what the hell they are. Bending something or doing Bend, something that's to that. Like bend time and space and can move mm-hmm. around. To that nature. Did you get to watch any of the 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 last congressional? Yeah, dude, they didn't they didn't say shit. They really <laughs> didn't say anything. They really didn't. And to me, it sounds like Kirkpatrick just wants to wave away the who was the the main person at the hearing that was. Is he heading Arrow right now? Yeah. Okay, so he's heading Arrow right now and. Albeit they did show us the videos, which is, in my opinion, more than what I thought we were going to get. I thought it was going to be another, like, dick measuring contest and they weren't going to give us really anything. But another thing that bothered me were there weren't a lot of people in this, like, not a lot of civilians, I feel, or reporters waiting. Like, not like the last one where there were questions flying left and right. And I think they might have learned their lesson from the last one because they're like, Fuck, they're asking some really good questions, and <laughs> no, we got to stop having these people sniff around here for all this shit. Yeah. To me, it's it weird. Yeah, it was like empty hearing, basically. Yes. Or briefing, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, uh, Kirkpatrick, he just seemed like disinterested. Yes. And uh, I don't know. I don't see much coming from him, at least. I bet I wouldn't doubt if they if he quits in like the next year or so, and they put somebody else in his spot. We were talking about this a little bit before. He wants Arrow to dissolve. Yeah. He doesn't even want to have Arrow be a thing. He's hoping that they get to some sort of point where they'll be able to tell what these things are or what they're doing and then hand it off. He wants to hand off all his fucking bullshit off all the time. He even said, he's like, I think he made a weird acronym for it. Like when he said he was going to hand it off to other people. After Arrow was done with it because they had figured out what they were. The only thing that really was crazy during that that I thought was the craziest where they were like, oh yeah, China is definitely either equal to us or they're a step above us and Russia might also be there. And I was like, whoa, 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 this is kind (laughs) of important. What do you mean by that? And they won't really even extrapolate on what we're at right now. Because where are we at? Drones? Is that really it? Because I feel like that's bullshit. Well, what I was hoping would come up in the hearing was like you know some information about possible reverse engineering. Yes. Programs because they just passed that legislation that they uh, they're allowing people to come forward and basically break their NDAs, uh, whistleblowers who worked on those specific things like the uh, crash retrievals and the reverse engineering. So I was hoping we'd get some of that, but I figured we wouldn't. I feel like if we if we need like a lot of that story, we're gonna need the people from like the testing aspects of it because it's so compartmentalized. Probably before that, because Bob Lazar said that before. Yeah, he's like, like I only people. know so much because they'll only allow me to know so much. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's but just... they, I'll say they probably either threatened those people or paid them off. Like, hey, do not take, like, regardless of an NDA, don't tell anyone and we'll give you X amount of millions of dollars and you can just retire. They yeah. Leave this without any problems. Because it feels like even if you would, like, adhere to this legislation, if you said something truly groundbreaking and that was very, very secret, I don't think you would survive. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, like, <laughs> like afraid enough to not say something truly That's what I was going to say. You're either going to be silenced or they're going to make it so that you don't ever want to say anything because you're going to notice that there's new eyes on you. There's... You just happen to have a heart attack two weeks later. Right, well, like, my bank account got hacked into. What's that about? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, well, so they say that at, I think 12 whistleblowers already came and talked to Kirkpatrick. Um, but the thing is, they don't necessarily have to, like, off those people because whatever they say has to be verifiable for them to, like, you know, take it to seriously. Prove it, yeah. So, like, prove the it. same with Lazar. He has all these claims and all this, but he has zero proof. And these people, I assume, have zero proof. So, really, just putting this stuff out there just muddies the waters even more right what's true and what's not because then it's just hearsay at that point mm-hmm. right so they can't really do much with that unless somebody somehow has verifiable proof so do you think there's a trustworthy system within our government that can do that for someone like that can actually legitimize what they're saying and then release it to the public if it's something like reverse engineering i would think that would be like top level secret right sure i think it's possible i mean if they wanted to do it they could do it it's just it's the question of if they actually want to do it or if they're just doing this as like a pony show for the public right which i kind of think it is i kind of think it's the dog and pony show that's just my it's just my opinion on it but but if disclosure at a slow rate is the eventual goal then this could be the beginnings of that you know we we have been seeing this phenomenon ramping up like both with our own eyes and, you know, via the government and, you know, all these other projects going on. So maybe it's just a slow trickle. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible that they're slowly moving towards something. I don't know if, like, the genie might be out of the bottle at this point. I think it is. Yeah. Because once, I feel like if you knew nothing about UFOs and all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's a congressional hearing about UAPs, what's that about? And then they show you a video like that, I'm sure your mind is going to go fucking haywire, like... Oh, fuck. Well, if they're showing me that, what else? And then they'll start digging into the past. And we're going to go over a little bit of the past because I feel like there's some things that you just can't hide, especially when it's mass events. Like, you're not you're not going to be able to hide that. You really aren't. And you can only silence so many people. Yeah, like, when you start, like, really looking into the past, like, I know you have and I do, it's, like, undeniable that there is a phenomenon. Like, it's absolutely real. It's just... We don't know exactly what it is or how it works, but there are so much, uh, so many cases, so much crazy shit in the past that, like, once you go through it all, it's undeniable. That's how I feel about it, too. And I think we talked about this a little bit. Like, when you start admitting these sort of things, it almost opens the floodgates for those questions. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, if they were keeping that aspect of, of it, what the fuck else do they know about this because what else haven't they told us right because there's gonna be a slew of shit that i feel like it'll honestly spiral out of control the questions like how uh if you were able to reverse engineer this like 
you've obviously been smart enough to been told how to do this because mm-hmm. some of this stuff I think honestly defies. I can't remember the one, but I saw it was on Joe Rogan recently. They were talking about in the James Fox. Was it this week? Uh, I think so. They're talking about some incident that happened in the '90s in like Mexico. Verona. And, What's and like Verona? it was like a whole a whole town like knew about it and like they drove the alien to the hospital and then they had to like shut everyone up somehow. You should see what they're trying to say that that shit was. was... They said the one guy, the one they saw, an extraterrestrial being mm-hmm. like huddled, like covered in mud and like huddled on a yeah, wall. And, like, the... They tried to say it was an insane person. Yeah, they then they tried to they say it was like that was like some like a dude with dwarfism who was like schizophrenic. And then they tried to say one. Yes. Guy, okay. Yes. Yeah, that, and then like they said like that someone had a baby who like was deformed or something like that. I was like, no, this that. None that of this was makes the, sense. I think that was the hospital theory that yeah. people were saying that when they these beings that went to the hospital yeah. were midgets and they were having they gave birth to a deformed child and I was yeah. like, wow, you're really fucking digging for this. <laughs> this <laughs> trying to get people to believe anything. All happened within the same time frame as this the supposed yeah. uh, visitation. Like I don't buy it. I I just can't buy that. Especially this guy. You know, people are so easy to defeat to like dispute things. Like that's oh, not yeah. real. That's not real. But this guy that literally went to these places and interviewed all these, went to people's doors and fucking knocked on them supposedly to talk to these people. That's that's a hell of a lot more than anybody's doing. Typing yeah. a few words on a fucking keyboard. And they didn't basically all of them have kind of the same story or like somewhat collaborated that all of them sounded the same. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole episode. He, on. I just saw so it. it was James Fox, and he yes. didn't. He did the. Uh, the phenomenon, and he also did this recent one, which was a uh, moment of contact. That, moment yeah, of contact. That, that so, I mean, I like I said, it's at some point it's like hearsay, but I'm sure if you were to go like, do you go think and talk to a whole town of people? If you're lying, do you yeah. know how easy it would be for somebody who had money like I'm gonna go figure that out, fly mm-hmm. over there, and then just start talking to people? Yeah, I'm sure once you know you get over there, wouldn't he be afraid that like? Oh man, I gotta cover my tracks with these lies. Like, yeah. What's there? And another thing is, what do these people have to gain from yeah. all this other than telling you? He says constantly during that podcast, like he's like, "Hey man, hey, make your own assumptions, make your own assertions about everything." Because mm-hmm. I'm just, no I'm just relaying it. what these people have told me. Yeah. And like, honestly, like how I, I just don't understand when people shit on that. I mean, to some degree. When you say I have this, I have A, B, and C, and then you don't bring it to the table, yeah, then it's a problem. But he wasn't saying like I have some of the technology that was on the ship. Like he just said he went to interview these people. Yeah. Well, supposedly there, there is video of the being. That's what they say. That they, but somebody has it and but they want to come forward. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one that video. he was trying to pay like big big money for, like a hundred thousand dollars? He's like, I'll give you that tape. No, yeah. that was of an actual UFO that was above a car. That, that was oh, an Area right. 51. But also, yeah. you're, it's also with that as well. Like he was trying to buy this. From, he went up to like 200 grand for this one also. I think there might have been a, one video of it. I'm not sure. And then I think he also said that the doctors that were taking the x-rays of yes. the being, they, uh, they had pictures. Like uh, They took photographs. Well, they have the x-rays then too. The right? x-rays yeah. too, yeah. That's some crazy shit. And it had, and they said it smelled all the high hell. Yeah, like, yeah, that was, was the one thing that I heard. Like, everyone said, like, the whole town smelled like it for, like, months almost. Mm-hmm. I think the, the excuse for that was there was some sort of acid or something that was spilled around <laughs> the hospital. It's like, 
How many stories do you have to... Uh, did, did either this other really crazy thing happen where midgets had a fucking deformed baby? There was, and there was a chemical uh, spill. Yeah, a chemical spill in the hospital. There was a deranged man covered in mud on the side. Like, how... I mean, it's a huge coincidence. It'll happen at once. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to say that people are smarter than that, and I'd no. love to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I hate to say it, but a lot of people are just either they don't care about it, or they it's. I don't know. I I have no idea how to explain that mindset. Maybe I'm just too far down the rabbit hole where it doesn't make sense yep. to me anymore. But well, it seems like the people in that town, at least. They're all like about it. They all yes. they all know it happened. Um, yeah, and it's like the midget thing, the deformed midget. That's insane because the people that saw it said the same thing that had like big red eyes. Yes. So like that's not a human being, and it had like three nubs on its head. That's and crazy. The the three girls that saw it, they ended up running home. They didn't know anything about like UFOs or aliens. So they were like, oh, demon. What a wake-up call for that. (laughs) They were like, in Brazil, like a deeply religious community. Oh, I do remember them saying that. They don't know about UFOs or aliens at the time. Like, it's not very big in that culture, community at the time, I guess. So they thought, like, they ran home to their mother and said, like, oh, there was a demon back there. (laughs) So then they they brought their mom back to the spot where they saw it. And um, the, the being was gone. But it had that smell. Okay. And then yep. they even saw a footprint in the ground, like three long fingers in oh, the ground. Shit, man. So there was a footprint, and the smell was still there. And uh, it was clear that it wasn't a human being there. That something was there that was out of the norm. Didn't they all say that they got like a telepathic message too? Yes. Right? Yes. I remember that where it like, was like, it don't... was help me. Yes. But then it was also uh, like, you don't realize. What you are as humans, right? No, is that well, the same but, one. No, that's different? a different one. But okay. you're right about the first part. The first in one. this one, there were three girls that saw it. There were two very young girls and then a 21 year old. They were sisters. So the uh, when they saw it, the two youngest girls just sprint off, and uh, then the 21 year old, she's like just frozen, staring at the thing, like making eye contact. And she said that she got the message that it was saying, like, I'm weak and scared, help me. Like, it, yes. was, it was obviously, like, screwed up and in fear. And so we, she's staring at this thing, and then the two girls ran back and grabbed their sister and ran off with her. Oh, man. That's another thing. If you're just getting, to, like, telepathic messages, imagine, like, that is such a crazy thing to experience, especially, like you said, if you're very religious... Yeah, and this is your demon. this is your introduction to, to UFOs as like a being telepathy like <laughs> shit. I I think I might be a little rocked after that too if I never knew what that stuff was. That's and that happened right. Oh man, that is a lot to think about. Did they ever talk about them like having bad dreams or like afterwards? Uh, as far as I know, they didn't. I don't think I, they may not just talk about that. I don't remember them talking. About because that interests the shit out of me, supposedly, after visitations with a lot of different beings. You have, like, very vivid, what they say are nightmares, but is it a nightmare or are they visiting you again? Who knows? That that kind of stuff, like, just blows me out of the water, man. No idea. What was your next one, though? Oh, uh, well, I'll go, I'll go to, I'll go to uh, species that are most often seen, at least enough to be marked down somewhere. There's greys. Uh, there's... That's like the biggest one, yeah, I feel. That's, yeah. at least the most that's the known. one that people know the most, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like. Or when you say aliens, that's what they think of. Right? Yeah, that you like auto-default right to. Yep. <laughs> right, right. 
Um, so one of the first uh, mentions of it, well, I'm sure it dates way back uh, further than that, but in 1893, uh, the book uh, The Man of the Year, um, what, what the fuck? Oh, The Man of the Year Million. That's uh, uh -huh. supposedly there's these beings that he describes, and it's like verbatim what greys are, basically. Now, I've never read the book. I kind of do want to read the book because it's a little bit older, but there's that. There's... The 1917 with Aleister Crawley, he said he was visited by a being called Lam or Lamb or something like that. But Oh, I've heard of this. People are trying to equate it like, that might not have been a demon, that because the descriptions he gave are mm -hmm. awfully similar to... And he, I'm pretty sure he himself even sketched what yeah. he looked like. They're like. I think I've seen that before. That, that's yeah, a fucking yeah. gray. Yeah, mm -hmm. just like, yeah it had like a real big head and like wide eyes. Yeah, I did see oh. that before. Now that kind of plays a little bit on my... The theory of demons might not be demons or aliens might be de demons, it, it, but it's, it's the they're just thing. interdimensional somethings to some degree. Like I can't claim that I know that, but I get that feeling because he was one of the biggest heads of the occult. Like he, there's met, like books left and right that he written mm -hmm. about it. People follow his teachings all the time. I don't know. Was he able to tap into another dimension somehow through occult magic? What even, what even is magic? You know what I mean? Math. It's math. It's just it's just really crazy it's cool math, math, bro. <laughs> Sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. There's the most famous one that we know that happened here, and that was the 1947 Roswell crash, because they supposedly had recovered uh, an alive being, and I think some dead ones. Yeah. I don't actually one was don't... Like almost dead, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I know one definitely... I think they might have gotten two or three live ones because some people as what whatever you want to believe this is just what they were saying that one of them lived for a little bit like a couple years and then it passed mm -hmm. away and i don't think they ever mentioned what happened to the other one they, they call him eben yeah i think it's extra extra biological extraterrestrial biological entities i don't know i, I didn't know. name them but <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> that's one of the, and that's another one where they've been covering that up for fucking since 1947 mm -hmm. when and that to me was crazy because initially they had released a report the very next day like there was a there was a, a downed craft and we did recover both materials and beings uh -huh. from them and then the second day they walked that shit back right away mm -hmm. and they're like nope 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 weather balloon it was a all fucking right. weather balloon like don't even worry about it bro and, and see all the weather balloons the interesting yeah. thing about that, like, it's so ridiculous, the balloon theory, because the people that were involved and the people that testify or have at least seen what was going on in the area at the time, so they say it's a weather balloon, but they uh, closed off, like, a huge radius that the crash supposedly happened, and they were sending in giant trucks right. to put something on the bed, like, giant 18-wheeler trucks, and, you know, if it was a weather balloon, they would have put took one truck and just threw it in the trunk. Right? Couldn't you yeah. just folded it up into the yeah. nice little uh, package it comes into, <laughs> basically? Yeah, there were people that, that saw these vehicles and saw the effort that was put into this. I think they even had to uh, crew, like make roads towards the craft because it was just in the middle of... So they Nowhere, like kind almost. Of, yeah, they yeah. Like kind of make a way to bring these trucks through. So if it were you know a weather balloon, they would just take an off-road vehicle and just drive through the terrain and then throw the shit in the trunk. Right. 
It's but uh, it's not a weather balloon. <laughs> there's no way, and they they even had like a little photo shoot set up with yeah with one of the, I don't know if it was the a police one of the yeah, main of the police, police officers or one of the colonels from the from the army base, and he's just sitting there. It's one of the most famous pictures from it. It's just him, like looks like fucking tinfoil. Yeah, it does not look like what the hell people said it was, which was material that you could crumple it up and then it would just reshape right back into the form that they found it in. And later. He actually admitted to staging that, that whole thing. So right. So I mean, right there, right there. <laughs> what do you believe? I don't know. These people give you a lot of distrust. They uh, they say seventy three percent of all contacts in the U S. Uh, by journalist C B D Bryan. Uh, that that's seventy three percent of all the, the the beings that they mm-hmm. see are typically the greys. Mm. Now. That might be. I never listen to numbers anymore because some people won't report shit. They right. won't say oh, shit. No. Yeah, probably tons. Yeah. yeah like, I think more people than not don't say shit because they're like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to bring it up. Like, it was it's a really touchy crazy. subject, man. They probed me. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like, so as much as I joke about that, I feel like they, they honestly are like, I don't, I just don't want to fucking talk about it because one, who's going to believe me anyway? Because this is absolutely bonkers what happened to me. Honestly, like if that happened to you tomorrow, would yeah. you would you go? I mean, I personally would, but that's because uh, that's just me, man. But would go. you would you go and tell people that? I don't know. It depends on like what actually happened, but yeah, because like no one's gonna believe you on that, and then on top of that, that's what that's going to be now your fifteen minutes of fame. So everyone's gonna know you as the crazy person from your town. Who got abducted by aliens? Yeah, that's true. And then they're gonna Depending they're gonna bring up all lived. your history and be like, oh well, he's just a crazy dude. This is all what he did. And it's, yeah. that was one time. Yeah, like, that was one time in Cancun, man. All you're ever gonna be known for. Break. Everybody was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what. And no one, no one wants to be held as the crazy guy who got abducted. I want to. I lady. would just want to talk about it because imagine like sleeping with that every night too, and not mm-hmm. being able to like tell somebody that that's what happened to you even i feel like i get to the point where i'd be like i don't care if they're crazy if they think i'm fucking crazy like i gotta, I gotta talk about this because it's too much that's a lot to that is a lot to deal with i feel that is but that, that's the cool part about the modern era is now you see like experiencers going online and kind of you know they have a little bit of a community now where you can find yes. people that will believe you and they'll talk about or at least listen yeah yes. at least listen and kind of empathize with what the people are going through, and they'll see the similarities. Because a lot of people that are abducted, they seem to, it seems to be a reoccurring uh, event. Like, it'll yep. happen, and then, you know, it's not unlikely that it won't happen again. Right, like we were talking about, like, people say they have dreams after an event happens, and honestly, is that a dream happening? Or did you also get, I also have this feeling, I'm going to branch off of this too a little bit, I have this feeling that you don't have to, to be abducted. You don't even have to leave your room. You don't even have to they leave your room. They kind of like affect you spiritually or um, right. subconsciously. In the right. Sense. Well, that's also, don't a lot of them say that the greys do like uh, communicate telepathically? That they don't ever actually hear them talk? That yeah. It's just like you always hear shit in your heads? Yeah, but a lot of times they say that like the mouth won't even move. I was yeah, like say, you just yeah, hear stuff and they're not even mouth talking. Is- Closed. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that's why their mouths or... are, are descriptive as being so small? Because they don't really even use them other mm-hmm. than... I don't even know if they really eat or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I would sure. say so. Probably uh, if they evolved, they just kind of 
don't need stop it. Yeah, yeah, because what is, what is it? Don't we have like two, like one or two organs inside of us that are basically useless? That they're we almost like evolving yeah, to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't really use them anymore. Your gallbladder and appendix. Appendix. Yeah. yeah. Appendix. You know what sucks though? Because if your appendix tears, that can First. still kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Which sucks. It's like, oh, this useless fucking organ that's in me, and now I'm gonna die from it. That's shitty. It's a self-destruct <laughs> bomb. Punch it. Break it. Uh, one of the other uh, Gray's ones were in the 1987, the the Whitley Stryber uh, book Communion. He mm-hmm. talks about it. And uh, he has self-witness, I uh, believe those are his self-witness accounts in it. Yeah. Did you ever hear about that book? Yes, yeah. I hear it talked about a lot. I actually really want to get it and read it. Yeah, it's one of the, I haven't read it, but I know a little bit about uh, Whitney Stryber. I don't Stryber? Yeah. Well, You're asking the wrong man to pronounce yeah. things because <laughs> I can't pronounce shit. He was into psychedelics in a hard way. Well, he's a, he's like a he's into like metaphysics too. He's kind of but he became like that book was really popular. That one kind of popularized the abduction phenomenon. Okay, but, that makes sense. Yeah, but I think he said his first encounter he was like penetrated. Okay. I think I don't. I don't <laughs> you know, you know, we will talk about this a little bit more with some of these other events. But there are people that that have a lot of. Sex with these beings. Yeah. Remember love that's and saucers. A, that's a big, that's a big thing. Yeah. And it do, it's not like they're strapped to a table or they're. It's almost like they're say, saying like, hey, you know. And some people actually like it, but then other people describe mm-hmm. it as almost like an evil, yeah. like a demon. Mm-hmm. Well, they talk. Type. They talk about it on the on the, the the episode of Rogan a little bit with James Fox. Also, the China the Chinaman was it from China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy where uh, he ended up having sex with one of the beings, and his he said his like genitals burnt, and Ow, what? it was like the most euphoric he ve- he's ever felt while having sex. Yikes. Sounds like alien herpes or something. Yeah, right? I was gonna say well, it doesn't it... sound like pleasure, but all right, whatever. Wait, because <laughs> if, they, if they get to the point where they don't need food and everything, they're just gonna go off of energy, and we give off a lot of like energy or just like drugs when we're having sex because I forget what was it serotonin. Some and, endorphins go off. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. gets released when we're having sex, so like. That would make sense, so that they can easily feed. They almost off. get us into the state, so they can yeah, and just feed easily on just. It. Exactly. Well, Joe, you were talking to me earlier today about a situation where, like, there was actually human women impregnated by aliens, right? Yeah. So there's like the whole theory of uh, that, like the hybridization theory, which is like people think that well, because it's very common for uh, experiencers to have sex with these beings, and a lot of women would have pregnancies and then the pregnancy would just like disappear you know oh man yeah the pregnancy and um so this would happen a lot and after this would happen they'd have reoccurring experiences where the women would be taken and then be put into these rooms and handed a baby that and say this is your this is your child look like crazy it looked like a kind of deformed and then, you know, this would continue to happen. And sometimes they would put just random women, not even one that had, like, a woman would get abducted, let's say, mm-hmm. just a random woman. And they put this woman into a room full of little kids and then make her, like, nurture and hold, hold the them. kids or play with the kids. It's crazy. And this has, like, happened to a lot of people. And, like, they, some of these same people have said that they've seen, like, 
hybrid babies like in vats all over. Yes, I have also them. heard that. Yeah. So I'm some people think scared. that it's like a genetic something that they want with our genetics to create hybrids, which is if you read about that aspect of it, you'll be surprised how many people have that experience, especially the women, because the women are the ones that are continuously taken to nurture kids and sometimes just random like hybrid babies or even they when they turn to like toddlers it's like they need the energy of the human yeah. like the emotion or something oh man that that's crazy interesting. Yeah. that is crazy and I, I did hear a lot about that and we were talking about love and saucers this guy same thing uh i think her name was crescent the, the being she said her name was crescent and uh i guess after he got abducted a couple times they had sex and I guess the lady came out with a kid and she's like, this is your, this is your child. And he's, and he said he instantly knew and he started playing with the kid and everything would only be for a little bit. And there were, there were multiple be beings. I think there were greys, uh, a Nordic looking one, which we'll get into next and mantid beings, which I want to touch on like towards the end of it. But they, I guess they had ushered the child back in and I do wonder there's theories that they, that some of these extraterrestrial beings lost their ability to like experience love or some other human emotions, and that's why they're so one of the reasons they're so interested in us all like the time they want is that back almost, or, just or trying at to least study a glimpse it. of it, or it's a way to ascend a certain way, and they you know they can't do it without experiencing what love is, or that's that's got to be really hard too if you've never felt love in your entire life and then. You somehow figure it out. I don't even know how you'd figure it out, but you know what I mean. It's the power of love. <laughs> I don't know. What do you What do you think? Uh, before I move off of the Greys, so we we dig into it all the time. What do What do you think the Greys might be in terms of of beings? If you could give your your best guess. Well, some people make the argument that they may be uh, like synthetic, like they may yes. be uh, like. No, I wouldn't say AI. Some people almost like, like a biological yeah. computer being. Right. Like yeah. Some people would say they're like half, like they are created like in a factory or something similar to that. Yep. Um, I don't know if I actually believe that. Um, and a lot of a lot of the people say that when they see these things, they're often accompanied by one taller being. Yes. That seems yep. to be like in charge of the situation, and they're kind of just doing things like going through the motions very quickly and aiding the taller being so maybe i don't think i truly would say i believe that they're synthetic but it could be could be like the taller beings create these smaller beings to you know help them right right what do you guys think i don't know i have seen the seen and heard the theory that grays are either like future us or just like from like like the Anakis and then they, they they left and like they are what we were, but when you go through space travel, you don't deal with gravity, you don't deal with sunlight, so that's why they turn gray because you don't have all the the vitamin D from the sun and going in space, you don't have the gravity, you end up shrinking and that's why they're smaller and then you don't really need to communicate, which is why and then they there goes that mouth. So then like that's grays are basically like humans after like so long of space travel. Which kind of makes sense in a sense, like you know, in a way. Did they ever? But I don't know how. Did like, they ever do that yeah. experience where they tried to like 
rapid like rapidly evolve humans at all? Do you know if there that anybody's uh, ever be, done that in like how, a program how would you or even, something? How would you even do that? I don't know. <laughs> and uh, like it's all speculation oh, from yeah. that. Like who knows how the fuck we're gonna look from years. But down like the you road. do cha- yeah. they, you do change out when you're in space because they did that with the twin astronaut the one was in the ISS when he yeah, came back yeah. he was shorter he was like he aged he, quicker he pa- yeah he aged a lot quicker he was way paler and just like yeah everything was different and it's like well that could be like a prolonged space journey that could be what we turn into in a sense or evolve into that's crazy I think it, it has to do with the fucking telepathy for some reason too just getting rid of the mouth because it's yeah. really not what are you doing other than eating, really, yeah. after that? Because then you're just you're done talking, so you're really only opening your mouth to drink or eat. So We're I, done talking yeah. <laughs> with our mouths. What do you think? I think, yeah, I, I do like the theory, like, it's future humans, basically. That, that, that theory seems more... Grounded? Do you want to say grounded, or...? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say logical, but, you know, there's there's other theories that also seem more likely to. That they could be, and it's really, it's just, it's hearsay from whoever you're hearing it from until they supposedly come, either you're abducted or they come. What about you? Do you have any thoughts on that? Mm, you guys pretty much hit it all. <laughs> yeah? How do I you, do you have, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I I always feel, I feel like they're they're interdimensional. They're I on too. like a higher level than us, and they're poking yeah. into our like three D dimension. And the way that they manifest can be in like multiple different ways. It's almost like they're they're taking a form we can recognize. You know what I mean? And we can sort right. of associate with as a being that might be beyond us. Why they're poking into our reality? Who knows? But I've always thought they were like interdimensional. I always try to think of it this way: if scientists, our scientists, had the availability to do something like that, like poke through a reality, I'm sure we'd be doing it. Right. I think you know what I mean? Because there's... Well, that's what they say CERN is trying to do, but... That's Dude, a whole, that's a whole other theory. Wait till we do a CERN episode. <laughs> yeah. Wait till we do a CERN episode. You can see gray aliens if, like, there's people like me and Joe were saying earlier, like Graham Hancock, uh, he described having seen grays in ayahuasca visions. You can right. see them from astral projection. Yeah. Meditative states and other psychedelic experiences. So, to me, those are interdimensional gateways as well. So yes. if they are then it may legitimize the fact that they could be, like, leading to whatever mm-hmm. realm they're in. Yeah, he's seen, um, he's seen the gray aliens, and he's seen UFOs also. So, like, that would be a pretty big coincidence. But, yeah, he saw the UFOs. I also wanted to mention about the grays before we moved on was that also some people would dispute this, but I think it's pretty compelling that people have found uh, cave art that is like yes. thousands and thousands of years yes. old that have depictions of what look exactly like gray aliens. You're right. And it's, like I said, like other, it's hard to dance around some of the stuff that's that's seen or, I can't remember what it was, but there was somewhere uh, in the Middle East, they got a, they got a video over the, over the ocean, I believe. And there's like three, be- you can see three beings in this fucking, it looks like a weird half, I don't know what the fuck it is. But in this little lighted up area, you can see like almost like three beings in there, and they're like, "Oh, that was a ship out in the ocean. That was just the top deck of the ship." And it's like, "Bro, there were no ships out there." They even showed the like the the mapping of the ships in the at the time. It was like there was no ship out there. 
I think I know. I, I think that one is in Turkey. I yes. Think. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank and you. And I've seen that, and it's like this this kind of looking thing. Yes. And there's like kind of what would appear to be like a cockpit in the middle. Right. And then people like you can see something happening in there, and you zoom in, and it looks like the heads of graves. Like yes. Two graves in there. That's what it looks like. And to, I, it just it just feels hard to like to try to paint pictures around that to like try to cover it up where it was like. Oh, that's a ship out there. When there's there's ways to find out if it was if there was or not because obviously it was a ship that big. It would have been logged somewhere. You know what I mean? So already, it's like how hard are you gonna try to discredit this stuff until you're finally like, okay, they just that hope might... people don't dig that far. They just hope that they, that they believe that when they say it was just a ship, why would they lie? They know for yeah. they've already done the research and said mm-hmm. it's a ship. Why do I need to look it up? And then it dies. Sometimes that's sometimes I feel like that's just like it's a, like a like a person by person basis where they're like they almost don't want to believe that that's a thing because then they're gonna have to start rearranging their thoughts on the whole situation at hand. Right, it's easier just to deny say like it. no 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 that didn't fucking happen. The news that didn't would happen, not lie to me. Right, like no. me. They love me. Yeah, they like, said so. Their beloved viewer? Th- this topic, it's so easy for people to just uh, dismiss, dismiss things and move on and say, uh, you know, it, it's all nonsense. Because in order to believe it, it's so paradigm shifting. It's hard to even comprehend. Like, even me right now, I have the belief. I've seen some UFOs. Mm-hmm. I never experienced in my waking state, like a being in front of me. So even me as someone that believes, it's still not fully integrated into me. So, like, when somebody, if somebody, they don't want to have to go through that experience to change everything that they believe. Yes. Because it's not just like, okay, now there's these different beings. It changes everything. We did talk, we did talk about that where, like, so a lot of the reasons I feel like the government doesn't say anything is you open one door, you're opening several other doors. Yeah, because. Like, because it's not only like, well, where did this, where did this craft come from? Let's just take the orb, for example. They're like. Well, we found out it was from beings A B, and that's their drone type thing. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're saying there's beings, and where do they come from? Yes. And then it's like, where do they come from? Why are they here? What's going on? How long did you fucking know about this? It's it's like so many different. It's it's almost like you open the. They already open the oh, floodgates, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Showing any sort of vi- uh, video evidence is already like, okay, well, you're willing to show us that. There's a lot of fucking questions going on. And a lot of people are just, I mean, not even from the UFO shit, but the government lies a lot. I mean, they're, yeah. yeah. they've been doing it ever since their inception, I feel, you know what I mean? So They really like money. They really like money. And when, that's another thing that I think they're fucking absolutely terrified of. If they're finding out that these, these things are moving without any sort of like fuel. There goes uh, yeah. there goes gas right and out then, the fucking yeah, door. If if they find out we can reverse engineer it, then it's like, well, wait a minute, we've been using fossil fuels for hundred some years. What the fuck? Like, yeah, goddamn, how long yeah. have you known about this yeah, shit? Exactly. But also the big one I feel like is because then if they start talking about aliens and stuff, then everyone's gonna start questioning their religion, and then everyone's gonna lose their shit, and then everyone's gonna all hell breaks gonna lose because then everyone's like, well, fuck it, if. Christianity's not real. Well, fuck it. I've wasted my whole life devoted to God, and then just like doing whatever. So then there's gonna be end up being like rotten. Not riot, gonna hit the like, crack pipe. Yeah, out like back. everyone's yeah. just gonna start doing like crazy shit, and then oh, start opening way way more doors to other shit. That's true. That's true. Do you, That's did good. you want to say? I'm, I'm looking yeah, like, forward to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like shit's just gonna hit the fan. Did you have anything else on Grace? 
Um, no, I think that's about it. I got a, I got a bunch of different type of beings. Some of them crazier than others. Uh, there's Nordics. Have you guys ever heard of these? They're like the, the tall, like white, tall, humans. tall, pale, uh, usually blonde hair, blue yes. eyes. You know that that whole sh- spiel. Um, given the name based on the appearance with uh, Pallades, uh, that's what they said. I believe they said they're from like the Pallades star system or galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're usually six to seven feet tall, long blonde hair, blue eyes, fair skin. Uh, in the 1950s, uh, telepathic, benevolent, physical, beautiful, spiritual growth. Oh, this is what they're associated yeah. with. Uh, seen by contactees uh, primarily in Europe, which uh, that's kind of that's kind of funny that they're, you know, pretty much over there. But again, that's just what these people are. Same. You know what are admitting to, uh, George uh, Edmansky's flying saucers have landed and inside the sp- what the fuck? Oh, okay, this was his experience. Uh, he had, there were flying saucers. They landed and inside the spaceships there mm-hmm. were these Nordic Please. beings. I don't know if he ever. I didn't read too much into it. Whether those were the only things he saw or, like Joey said, like sometimes when you see greys, they're also accompanied by taller people, things. Yeah. I, I'm gonna keep walking back on this because it was such an interesting case. The Love and Saucers guy. Yeah. He he was talking about primarily it was like this white. She wasn't she wasn't like a gray. She was like a a white pale grayish looking thing, almost like she yeah. was already a hybrid to some degree. And there were there were I think a couple of Nordics. There were there were little grays, and there were uh um, like a mantis being mm-hmm. that would be like jotting notes or doing some sort of notes, which. I'm, like, I'd still think you'd have to take notes to some degree because, yeah, you can have the telepathy, but for recall, I'm sure they're like, well, we want to have this documented somehow. Unless they, I don't know. Like I said, this is all hearsay from these people. Um, there's Howard Messengers uh, from Outer Space to You, where I think it was his own experience. And they also say Travis Walton, yeah, him, if you've heard of him, he's also experienced Nordics. Yeah, with Travis Walton, he was... Uh... They came in contact him and some people. He was a logger, so he, they're in the deep woods, and he was with like five other people that they're about to leave, and they saw something in the woods that looked like it could have been like a fire or something. So they went to check it out, and it was a UFO. And then Travis supposedly gets out of the truck and like runs toward it to get yeah. a closer look, and the thing starts buzzing and making noise. And he's like, "That's when reality hit him," and he's like, "What am I doing?" So he starts like backing away. And then he gets hit with like a, a pulse of energy or something. Yeah. And then the his friends were his, his coworkers. They all fucking just get in the truck. They're driving away. And then eventually they're like arguing in the truck, like we can't leave him. You know, we got to go back. So they go back, and he is gone, and the UFO is gone. And supposedly he wakes up in the craft, like laying down, feeling real weak, and they're graze around him doing something Mm -hmm. and he like kind of freaks out and you know hits one of them with his arm and they went like flying back and he gets up and grabs some weird object and it's like swinging it toward him like just primal going crazy and then the uh the grays walk out they just like go into a different room and he's stuck there by himself and then that's when i guess some nordics came in i think it was it was two it may have been one but you know tall human looking with blonde hair and very beautiful and so he was just happy to see like what he thought was something like, was another person yeah like oh it's like a person like they're beautiful and different but it's like you know he's like are you here to help me they wouldn't speak to him they said nothing and they walked him out into a different room and they sat him down and then they just put a mask on his face 
Oh, and man. then and then he it put him out, so he just was knocked out. And then next thing he knew, he knows he's waking up somewhere near where he was abducted, not the same place, but he woke up naked, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He runs to a payphone. Um, they thought he was like the town. They this had been reported, mm-hmm. and they thought that the people the people that he was working with reported it. Like, yeah, of course the police don't believe him. So they're investigating his friends for murder. They thought that's that, right. They thought, I feel like we watched that. that well, was, isn't that so the Fire in the Sky. Movie? We did watch yeah. Fire okay. in the Sky. As good as a movie that is, they definitely embellish you some of the shit. That yeah. they they uh, over exaggerated. Was that the right word? Quite a, quite a bit. And some I would suggest anybody scenes. actually listen to his experience. I believe he has an episode on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast yes, as yeah. well. So if you haven't like listened to the actual Story. the experience. But you were you were saying that uh, they they thought they had murdered him. Yeah. Then they came back. Did they? So eventually, did he go back to the police, or did they? Yeah. He did, right? And well, he he they did. He obviously didn't know what time frame had passed, but it had been a few days. He's been missing right. for days. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, we found him. You guys are fine. You're not murderers, you know." Right. <laughs> um, but. He, yeah, the difference between the movie, there's like a lot. I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but he, Travis said that there was no malice, that these beings weren't being, uh, like, you know, uh, aggressive with them. Or, and then he talks about his experience and he regrets the way he acted. Like, yes, I remember him yeah. saying that. He's like, you know, I didn't have to, it was just the primal fear, right. like you said, like mm-hmm. it was just fight or flight mode at that moment, at that point, because he didn't know what the fuck was really going on. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember him saying, like, there was no no anger behind them or anything so i understand that completely and he's one of the other ones that i don't know i, be- I believe the guy you yeah. know what's he have what does he have to set to lose to tell a lie like that and then your friends that you were working with also fucking saw it like right yeah. and actually <clears throat> supposedly they were not friends at all they actually didn't like each other oh much. that's right didn't they? they they were having i mean at least in the movie they made it seem like they were arguing but so they weren't even like in cahoots with him. They weren't boys or anything. They were kind of just coworkers. Like right? Like yeah. what, what did they have to gain to lie mm-hmm. for him? And almost go to jail for murder. Like how right. do you? How does that? How do you get away with like, <laughs> some good like... in, intent with that? I mean, and I feel like you can really tell when people are telling the truth in those types of situations. Like that's a traumatic event. Yeah. Like you, you gotta know. Like pe- certain fear, you just can't. Well, he, stage, he also know? had radiation burns too, didn't he? Something like that. I don't that. remember, but I, 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 that sounds like familiar. I, it's just that's that's all crazy shit to me. He's uh, also he's spoken about that he's had like other experiences after that. Yeah. But he doesn't expand on them. He doesn't want to, like I don't know. He just doesn't want to talk about that. Right. But he said that he's had other experiences since. Man, I always I think there's like different agendas too. Like I don't always think that, you know, the Greys all have one agenda. For some reason, I feel like how why is that? Because humans never have the same agenda. You think they we rarely have ever have the same agenda. Even though they're not human, you feel like they have their own type of personality almost. To a degree, yeah. Where they're not like a maybe they are a hive mind. Like I'm just it's all conjecture because I don't know right. for sure. But I have a feeling like there can. There's always gonna I be feel du- like some of their thoughts have to be connected in some way. Wait. I feel like that's how they talk to each other. But maybe they have one collective goal, but different means of achieving Achieve- it? Yeah. 
I also have a feeling that telepathy doesn't work like people think it works. Like, so let's just pretend we all had telepathy. We'd all be shouting at each other with our heads. I think that they, if you have the ability to have telepathy, you also have the ability to like shut it off to some degree or to like, to like hyper focus it in some aspect. Yeah. Cause I mean, if not, you would just be, you wouldn't hear anything. It would just be torture. Noise. Loud screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear everybody. I want to be able to control it. A conversation (laughs) with telepathy might not even be like, I telepathically tell you something and then I wait for you to tell me. Maybe it's like an instantaneous feeling. Yes. Not even words. Experience as opposed to words. Yeah. I believe that too. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Well, and it has to because if they don't know English, then what are words? Or like even, yeah, like you (laughs) you can't See, as we're talking about this, this is what I'm talking about with the fucking, if, if they open the floodgates to one thing, like, this is yeah. one of the questions, What's what the fuck is consciousness all about? Do you know more than we do at face value what we're given, like, what we're told? And yeah, like, that's, that's a good point. And especially that's a good point because I believe that human beings have certain abilities that we're not quite aware of and that we yes. don't harness. Like, I think as human beings, we are telepathic, even if... Even now, just in a very dumbed down way. Yep. So definitely. Yeah, the point is, if that's the case and we can receive telepathy, I've experienced two different kinds of telepathy. So it could, who knows, like I've experienced one form of it in a sleep paralysis state where I was, it was like a literal English voice happening in a tiny spot in the middle of my head. Like it, it, mm. it didn't sound because there was no sound, but I was hearing in a sense a voice in English. Okay. And it was the clearest thing I ever heard. So I know I have the ability to at least hear that. And then on psychedelics, you also have, I'm sure you've had it too. I've had it with you. Yeah, yeah. I've had um, different forms of telepathy on psychedelics too, where it's not strictly like an English voice talking. It's like a communication of understanding, but not in uh, any language. So there's different forms of it, and human beings can do that. So I like to think it might be possible to with the understanding to harness that. And then, um, you know, if that's one of the questions that gets asked, maybe that's not something that people in power want us to know. Yeah. Because again, like there's going to be so many questions that come off of that. It just, it'll just spiral out of control. I I really think we're only at best from our own government going to get soft disclosures. Like, Oh, this is happening. And then how much do you think they actually know? Oh, I think they know. uh, You know what? It's, it's weird because there's going to be, I feel there's branches of government that are dark and even, even people have said that presidents know 100% what the fuck's going on. And I also think that it's not even governments, it's just companies that have a shit oh, ton yeah, of they, money and are able to retrieve things somehow. Yeah. And it's, a lot of it's probably even like, like I want to say black op operations yeah. where they're completely out, they're technically funded by the government, but they're completely outside of the government's knowledge and range and they're just doing whatever they want regardless of who they report to and stuff, they just receive millions of dollars, and they're just like, all right, we're just gonna do whatever the fuck we want because now we have <laughs> we have alien technology. How are you gonna tell us what to do when we can control flying saucers? Yeah. Are oh, you gonna cut our budget? Okay, we're just gonna show everyone that there's aliens, but it's really us. Like, so they're gonna be like, no, we can do whatever the fuck we want, and we're not gonna tell anyone. And then if people disclose it, it's gonna be like. Where's your proof? You you don't right, work for they us. Can't obtain How, it, so. do, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. We're. I, I was gonna try to get into crafts a little bit, but now I kind of want. Now I think <laughs> we're just gonna be stuck on the beings aspect of it because there's so many different beings. I might have to be another UFOs and Bros. Uh, but one of the things that you were kind of mentioning, like you know, our government might have stuff. I think the TR three, the TR three Bs are our shit. Yeah. I think oh, it's reverse engineered. Yeah. 
and that's ours because a lot of the times they see the TR-3Bs that are around, you know, military installations. There's been pictures where they've had some that supposedly are in, like, hangars, basically, just that's chilling. That's the big triangle... Yeah, ones, where it has it has the three lights yes. on the in the corners and then like basically a red glow in the center of it. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. A, there was a big one that like there was a, supposedly a video that got edited of there were it was an F eighteen was flying to to land on an aircraft cruiser and in the original footage they had one of the TR eighteen on it and then they like re released it and it was gone and like in in that spot there's just nothing there and they're like well wait which one's the real one was it actually on. The aircraft carrier or not? Yeah, like, I've seen that. Yeah, and people yeah. are like, well, the, the original looks kind of good, but then after it's edited, it's like, oh, well, it's not there anymore. So is this just like a hoax or is this actually real? And they're like, oh, fuck, this wasn't supposed to be on top of the hangar then. And another thing, not that it really means anything because you could just have a patent of anything. It doesn't even, I found yeah, out that true. just because there's a patent out doesn't mean it has to work, but there is patents for the TR-3B. Oh, though. yeah. So, I mean... There's that. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, yeah they have patents for some crazy shit. And yeah, like the they've had like all this different anti gravity patents, and like you said, the, that specific craft they have one that looks just like it, which is interesting. Yes, and, and it but it's seems not real. like the science is correct what it, what they say, but it's like they claim that we don't have the material science, or you know, we lack like certain aspects of it. Right. But if we have recovered something i think it's quite possible that we can replicate something maybe not as good as it but just capable of possibly the same propulsion workable yeah right because there's a lot of shit to figure you can perfect it i feel like there's a lot more to just making it float without without shit you're gonna have to do with displacement inside of it like gravity displacement because if you're making hair hairpin fucking 90 degree turns in reality depending on how fast you're going you're you will turn into jelly like, yeah. your, your body oh, yeah. will turn into jelly. Or you'll just get thrown to the side of your own ship, and then it's like, well, now you're dead from just concussive force. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are people that have been abducted that have actually claimed to fly the craft. People By consciousness, did, right? Yes. By their own consciousness? And they, yes. they supposedly do it with their mind, and that's all. And I have a feeling if we maybe created something, I don't know if necessarily we would have the the power to do that. But I right. know people that have been abducted and had multiple experiences eventually at some point are allowed to fly the craft. They always say the same thing. And there people say this from all over the world, the same story, that there's always beings behind them when this happens. Like they have okay. two beings behind them and they'll be at the part of the ship and all they have to do is think. Like the one guy specifically said he wanted to he thought about like <clears throat> wanting to see the Milky Way. And instantly he was looking at the Milky Way. Oh, yeah, that's just, awesome! Like, he was outside of the Milky Way looking at it. So I don't know if that's something we could replicate, but it's insane. Right? Yeah. It I, sounds insane. Yeah. I feel like it's too much for our little brains to really <laughs> comprehend to like the science that could mm -hmm. be behind it or the the way it even works. I just feel like we're not we're not there yet. But do, do you have any other thoughts on on the Nordics? The one that I always think about when because when you say it because they're tall, they look like they have white hair, not white hair, like pale hair and blue eyes, it always makes me think is that like the Nazis were either visited by Nordics and then they took it to the extreme and they're like, oh, these are the superior beings. This is what we need to get to. And they're like, well, fuck, we need to purge ourselves and we need to get to them and just went like totally the opposite. And we're like, oh, the human race has to become them. And they're like, all right, well, everyone has to have blue eyes. Everyone has to be white. Everyone has to have blonde hair because that's, that's what they true. said. Like maybe not exactly Hitler, but like 
some of their yes, especially since they were big into the occult. Yeah, like they're like, oh shit, like this is what we have to become. We're gonna make ourselves like that, and then they went to the. It's only crazy because you would think it would have happened more than once. True. If Mm -hmm. it were, if it were true, like they would be able to manipulate multiple types of people to do that type of thing. Maybe it's just harder though. Because, I don't know. Yeah, well, Hitler was definitely into everything's the Everything's on camera. Yeah, that, that sounds actually really plausible. The, yeah. the Hitler thing, because they did, they were doing weird shit. Yeah, they they did yeah. a whole bunch of crazy. Yeah. Things. Didn't they make their own craft? The, uh, oh yeah, the the Glocken, the bell. Yeah, the yeah. bell sphere. It was <laughs> no, it's called the Glocken. It's yeah, it, no, it looks it like it a looks bell. like a bell. Yeah, and it just it just hovers. I don't think they ever got really anything other than to, for it to hover a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how true it's it is. Still, I think you might have sent me that the guy that's on the fucking platform, the hover platform. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, that is crazy. That one was dope. See, it's interesting because, like, we say that, you know, we probably don't have the means to make these amazing things, but there's, sometimes I think that it's possible that there's a whole other avenue of technology that we have been shunned from, something that exists. Yeah, I believe that 100%. Maybe the same type of things that were used in ancient times to create these megalithic structures, but there may be a technology that we are very capable of but we have just been so conditioned and indoctrinated into this one way of thinking and one mode of technology that we don't even believe it to be possible that we could do some of these things. I believe you, that you 100%. The power of things that we can do with our minds that affect reality that we don't know about. That seems to fit exactly into... Yeah, into like that. harnessing that mm-hmm. and like same thing, same avenue as like telepathy, all this stuff might be inherent to our being. Something, And that's why a lot of uh, people that have encounters and abductions, they often get the message, like you said earlier, is like, uh, you don't know your full potential. They often tell people that, that you don't understand who you are, what your potential actually is. I mean, as a society, human beings right now, we are just totally controlled top down. Yeah. From what we know, what we believe, what we think we can do. So, I mean, I, sometimes I think like we are capable of a lot more if as a unity we we came together and understood that. And now, a word from our friends. Enter a trip into the mind with The Pursuit of Infinity Podcast. Thought-provoking talks from Psychonauts Josh and Joey Leonard. Realms explored through the lens of psychedelics range from our own consciousness to UFOs, spirituality, and much, much more. Episodes that include special guests that are prominent in the fields that they study help unlock the gates into our inner selves and give a listen to their podcast on all podcasting platforms as well as their YouTube channel. If this interests you and you want to show your support, become a Patreon and donate as little as $2 a month. Links in the episode description be sure to like and subscribe. The Pursuit of Infinity Podcast. I know this. There's a there's this event supposedly called the Great Awakening, when the the better part of humanity is supposed to under start understanding stuff and coming together, and we're supposed to ascend to whatever next level there is. But that's that's one of these things. And I do hear some instances of people being abducted where that is what they're trying to relay to these people. Like, hey, you're, you're one of the people that we're just telling you, like, we want your consciousness to be raised or you're, you know, as a, as a collective group. Yeah, like, what was it in the, was it in Africa, the school where they were shown, like, mm-hmm. they were shown a bunch of images in there? Yeah, it was like a whole goddamn school was, like, 
telepathically shown something. Yeah, they were shown like uh, basically like basically apocalyptic events. Like, yeah, yeah, and like uh, this was in the early '90s, but and they were showing in like uh, not global warming, but like us just destroying the environment. Right. And this was before it was like trendy and popular in the culture. So they were, and they also told the the children that uh, technology is harming you. So like it could be that we are being led into a certain avenue of technology that is maybe against our true nature. Like I, I think that the ancient people thousands of years ago, because you don't see the same type of remains of technology of things that maybe we will leave behind. That maybe that they viewed their actual body and their mind as the technology. Yes. Like the human being itself is the technology, and you can if we spent as much time understanding that as we did as just doing material science and trying to you know uh, deconstruct matter and make it into different things maybe the human technology is the real secret you know the consciousness I mean who knows what the body is capable of do you think that like electronics kind of at large are are like kind of breaking us away from that pathway like start off with TVs and then we get more <laughs> interconnected with the with the computers and then the phones it's like when does it fucking end? Until we're plugged, we're directly plugged into whatever matrix that they want to throw us in, or reality. I don't, I don't, I, I'm only speculating, really. But yeah, we'll be living in pods and eating bugs. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, I don't cool want that. Yeah. Cool ranchers. Cool ranch. I don't want that personally. But if that's your your whole jive, like that's fine. <laughs> I was I was talking to one person about it, and I was just like, I just gave my thoughts. I was like. I'm pretty sure they want to control pretty much every fucking aspect of your life. And the response was, uh, like, that's Don't that's okay. As long as I don't have to really worry about anything or deal well, with anything. Well, then I'll pay it's taxes. Like, it's like, that's not life. You're just you're just cattle at that point. You know, you're, oh, I don't, I don't, you're, you're a slave. You're a literal slave at that point. Because all you're doing is you're making money, you're coming home, you're, you're, you can't do anything uh, you personally want to do anymore. You know what I mean? And I feel like this might be why people want to get so into the metaverse because they're like, fuck this reality. I want to plug into whatever this fake reality is. Yeah, people... Where you can do anything. People fear the unknown and they, you know, are addicted to what they can control. So they don't want to question their reality or have any of their beliefs be pulled apart. So if somebody else is in control and, you know, it can make them more content even if it takes away their freedoms, even, you know, anything. They just don't want the... The chaos. So people will fall into order very easily. I think that human beings, it, it's kind of interesting when you talk about the theory that we were created by, like the Anunnaki theory that we were created to be like a slave race. Mm-hmm. I think human beings are just super malleable and you can create them in anything you want. You put them in a certain environment long enough and give them a set of beliefs, or you could create anything, like from the Nazis to, you know, ancient shamans thousands of years ago right dramatic differences i think human beings can be molded in many different fashions and right now we're just being turned into a subdued uh passive uh you know demasculated type of humans we don't we don't want to they want to breed a a people that don't want to fight against what's happening right easy now and it is easy it's getting easier and easier for them because i i don't know if it's I don't know what it is. I really don't. I think my it's just what you said. People are just so pliable, and right now they have such a good control system. I mean, think of how long they've been doing it for, too, trying to get like corral the masses. I'm sure they did it with radio first, mm-hmm. then the TV, and like it just evolves. Yep. And you know, discovering 
uh, alien beings would kind of put a big crack in all that and start shattering. Everything. I know I'd be like, "Fuck, t- fuck TV! I want to, I want to know what's out there, man! Like, if yeah. you can take me somewhere, t- take me there. I want to see it. Fuck this little rock. I don't know. And this rock's only gonna last for so long, too, supposedly. I want to get into the other types of beings that they that are pretty big. It's it's reptilians. Now, Joe Biden, <laughs> dude. I'm just saying that mask video was fucking weird, man. I don't know. Maybe he's not an they, alien, but that mask video was masks. weird as shit. That's, yeah, that's just crazy. What was? It? Did you ever see the Hillary Clinton one where she's like drinking a like drinking a glass of water and she like like spits out like a ball of something? Yeah, it's like an egg. Yeah. What the fuck was did that? Did you see the one interview where she's on where the she's on like a podcast interview and they're like. They're like, we noticed something. Like, you don't sweat. She's like, oh, yeah, you guys are the first person who noticed that. Like, yeah, I don't sweat ever. And now you're dead. And then she, like, jokingly admits, she's like, oh, yeah, I was made in, like, some garage by some dude. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a humanoid robot. Like, I bet you that's a big-ass like, garage. Mean, you don't sweat it's at like, all? Who just, don't, who just says that yeah, in a like conversation? Her. Like, if somebody told me that I that they noticed they didn't sweat, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I was made in a garage. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just not a normal thing to say. You don't bring that up. Uh, so seen and depicted through history, uh, through the, uh, the 1980s, hundreds of sightings in Bishopville, South Carolina, uh, they, they claimed it was the lizard man of Scape Orr, uh, in 19, oh, that was in 1988, uh, damaged cars, uh, there was a $1 million reward for its capture. An event, this was another mass sighting event, so a bunch of different people initially saw it. I Wikipedia is shit. It is really it, shit it is when bad. you go to look at stuff like this because it only tells you like, yeah, they said this stuff and then they give you A, B, and C why it wasn't. And it's like, <laughs> it's like bro, multiple multiple fucking people saw this thing and there was even a, an award to, to fucking go get it. And you can't really prove it wasn't, so... so what? About. There's uh, even before all that. There's Naga, which are the beings from I think it's India, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, remember what religion that Nagas are really from. I know it's from word? India. I've definitely heard of, of that, but yeah, I'm not sure. They're like weird snake like people. Hindu, yeah, I, I think it's sea serpents. It's I don't know. That's that. Those apparently live in inner Earth. There's the Draconians, <laughs> which are ten to twelve feet tall. Uh, Malevolent reptoids, which are, they're they're the bad boys. Yeah. They're the leather wearing, you know, chain swinging in the dark alley guys. Snapping their fingers. <laughs> uh, there's David Ike talks about dinosaurids, and there's also another. Uh, there's a paleontologist that had a book out. I don't remember what the book was called, but Dale Russell, all, that that's the name of the guy, also suggests that he he shows like a little model, and it's like this green reptile yellow eyes looking dude what he has like three fingers on his arms but that's apparently one of the beings now a lot of the stories you hear about these things are not really good but again there are other stories where they're not all they're not all bad so uh, do you know any any like uh, any stories about reptilians from like contactees or abductees um, I can't, I don't really think I have many, uh, actual stories I know. It seems like they don't happen as much in, like, the standard abduction scenarios. They're a little, I feel like they're a little bit more secretive, yeah, too. Like, they're a little and, bit more guarded. And like you said, they're supposed to be, like, evil. Yes. So I've heard that, kind of what we were talking about before, like, the energy thing, I've heard theories that they feed off of human emotion. That's like, the big one that like, I hear about. Yeah, like, it's their... 
their it's their jive. That's yeah. how they get. Yeah. So like they sustain themselves through um, human emotion. So the, the like conspiracy would be that they rule the world and they cause all this suffering and whatever. So and they can yeah. Money. So they can stay sustained. There's even I've heard crazy crazy theories about the uh, the reptilians that they. So they can somehow control where the soul goes afterwards. So they're like in deciding like if you go back or not because they just want to keep feeding off of the energy. They don't want to lose that. I don't. That's that's one of them. And that there's at any given point in time there's a craft somewhere in the sky just like surveying the area, and it's supposedly them. This is this isn't me saying it. This is all just what I'm what I'm saying. I've heard speculation, if that. But again, I've also heard there's crazy stories that there's reptiles on on the moon mm-hmm. that they have a base on the backside of the moon mm-hmm. along with germans that have gone to the moon somehow as well Feel and have like bases there mm-hmm. yeah sure. i don't and again they they also can speak with telepathy they i just don't i don't know what to make of it like that'd be pretty fucked up if tomorrow you found out that some of them have embedded themselves throughout history into into different governments they, don't they say that about Queen Elizabeth and her family too? Yeah, the blood yeah. that they're the blood that they're all like on a royal reptilian bloodline mm-hmm. or some shit. And at least when it comes to bloodlines, I I can I can say yeah I do believe I don't know about reptiles per se, but at least bloodlines. Even it was crazy. Some high schooler found out that all of our presidents had a common ancestor, oh, yeah. like they all Obama. shared some sort of blood. And it was mm-hmm. one of the kings of England was like the original start of it. And it's just the OG. Yeah. To me, that's kind of odd. even even Trump and uh, supposedly Biden has some sort of lineage back to like royal what they consider it's royal King, blood. I think it's King Henry the fourth or the fifth. Now they also said that one of a uh, way back when one of the one of the, I don't know if it was a uh, Europe or something, but they they would, some of them were like blue. They had like a bluish hue to them at some point and they're like oh that's just because of all the inbreeding it was like yeah but it was just that one little group of them so you're saying that they just inbreded that out of themselves afterwards too because if they were inbreeding i I think they're going to continue that i don't know it's all weird shit i don't know could they be doing that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i can't claim to know but um but i just wanted to mention too that the reptilians are also sometimes experienced in psychedelic uh, I've heard of that, yes. Or, or trance states. Um, so, and as far as I know, I don't know if they're associated with negative experiences in those states. As far as I know, I don't think I've heard that. They're usually not. Yeah. So, like I said, so I feel like like the, the law of duality, I feel like that is just, you. that's universal. There's always going to be, a, you know, a, a, a dark and a light. You know what I mean? Like it's in, all... In some context or another. Because right. a, a lot of the people that I that you know I read these space program these secret space programs things and some of these other people that have said they've had these wild wild experiences, it's really just like a like a thing to thing basis like a like a per, not person but a being to being basis like yeah that that yellow reptile might be a fucking dick but the the blue one over here like he's he's a pretty cool fucking guy, you know what I mean like it's. I don't think it's all hive mind, basically. It's it's all, if you're at a certain level, like, you can make your own decisions, or maybe there's some sort of fucking galactic Elias. bullshit going on. Like, I, I can't claim to know this. This is just what you what I've heard before, but I don't think it, it has to just go into one 
category. I'm going to go into the next beings. These ones are, in my opinion, the craziest. It's light beings. Have you ever heard of stories about that where there's beings of like pure light after they've been abducted? And you hear those in the endy, like the near-death experiences. Sometimes mm -hmm. you hear that where like, oh shit, they were like these... Whatever was communicating with me was pure light. Oh, yeah, all I saw was a bright light. And, and I think that's just it. another layer of the consciousness thing. Or maybe it's it has to do with dimensions. I can't claim to know. But a lot of the light beings, they say sometimes they'll, they'll go into... They won't say it's a full human or, or being form, but it'll be like an outline of a person, basically, or something like that. And you got to think to some degree if... If they're that way, could they be able to project just what you're seeing or perceiving as whatever they want you to be? Like, oh, that's... They that's... just make themselves look like a humanoid just so you are more willing and accepting of them or what what they want to say to you, in a sense. Right. Now, that's I will... really considerate of them. <laughs> it yeah, is. Like, they don't want you to and freak you know out and just... Really I, don't think I've, I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard a story where somebody saw a light being and they were, they were like, malevolent. They were nasty they were i feel like it's almost equivalent to like angelic yeah yeah like the, the like god is speaking to them or an angel or a guide of some sort or is that what they want you to think <laughs> I, I actually i have a really good friend of mine who had an, a spontaneous experience of seeing a light being mm -hmm. right so he said that he was asleep and he felt this like touch on him and then he like woke up like thinking, what the fuck, like who's in my room? And he looked over and he saw what he said looked like shimmering water in front of him in the shape of like a human sort of, what? similar to what you said, Spencer, yeah. where it almost looked like it was like manifesting itself as something he could understand. But it was like shimmering water and the outline he said was like bright like the sun and it illuminated the entire thing. And it exuded this like beautiful message of love and spirituality to him and he said it changed his life just like that. Yeah. That's an Made amazing him experience. Yeah, it's so crazy. Was he on psychedelics right? Or did it nope. just like when... He was just sleeping one night. That's it was awesome. Absolutely you ever wonder what, what prompts it? You know? That's what's like, curious. Like, I, he, like, I mean, I guess was... if we could figure it out, we'd all have the experience. But... <laughs> I just don't think we have the capacity to understand. Similarly, similarly to like how we extrapolate on how these alien beings could possibly be evolved and how they could think, whether it's a hive mind or not. We're comparing it to us. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. we don't have any way of perceiving it, uh, I think, accurately because we're like projecting our own consciousness like onto them and trying to make sense of it that way. Right. I, I also wanted to mention that basically that light beings are just like uh, sentient light is also something pure found energy. in psychedelics, which is kind of crazy how all these can occur in altered states of consciousness, basically. So And um, they also... Uh, uh, light beings are somewhat common in astral projecting, like out of yes. experiences like that. And what, Josh, what you just mentioned uh, in mystical experiences. So like, and usually it goes kind of as you, as you just described, it's like a pure, uh, like angelic, pure loving, good being. So that's usually the most I hear, I hear about light beings doesn't, isn't associated with UFOs usually. But it's usually uh, attached to some life-changing mystical experience. Mm -hmm. Right, right. There's also so one of, doesn't that happen at Skinwalker Ranch as well? Sometimes there's just like odd things of light that just go through the, the the one of the main houses that are there. Yeah, they see 
orbs, but the interesting thing is I, they mentioned that there are different color orbs they would see at Skinwalker and that they were like orange orbs, but then there are these also these blue orbs that would incite absolute terror and like oh, it was a pure negative feeling, like these blue orbs, when you saw them, you're like, oh shit, like the animals would go nuts and it was like a purely negative, scary experience with these blue orbs where the orange ones, not so much. But the blue ones. The blue orbs, yeah. That's mm-hmm. wild, because didn't we actually evolve to perceive blue at some, like, before, like, at a certain yeah. point, we actually couldn't really perceive blue all that well, well or... Well, blue is the rarest color in nature. Yeah. I mean, the sky is blue, but you don't... Blue is super rare in nature. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I get... I just, that, it's just crazy to me, the color thing. It's like, mm-hmm. if anything, well, that's actually what you said. blue? Yeah. We just that's what you down. said the other day with that lemonade. You were like, if it's blue, you have to assume it's not natural. <laughs> I did say that because we got... There's this cool, cool company called uh, Joe's... What is it? Joe's Tea or Joe's Lemonades? Joe Tea. But they, they suppose that... Well... Everything that I've read on the ingredients list, other than that blue lemonade, that was like a blue raspberry lemonade, uh, it's all natural and stuff. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, I was like, oh my god, there, there's fucking dye in there for sure, mm. for sure. And I looked, and there was, and it's because <laughs> blue is the mo- it's not just, it's like the least natural color that that occurs in nature. And I think most things that are blue besides flowers are poisonous, because I know most blue frogs yeah. are pooisonous and. I don't even think any snakes are really blue. See, blue yeah. birds, too. Yeah, I'll say some blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sea life. But aside from that, right? Sometimes right. it's a blue insect, but yeah. it's super rare. Like, everything is green. You know? Green or like, yeah, like red. Yeah. Everything blends in with its surroundings. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. nothing's blue. Yeah, besides, yeah, blue. what are blue birds? Um, blue jays. That's it. Yeah. Blue jays. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about light beings, a lot of hauntings. Or like places that are supposedly haunting. Also, they say some every every once in a while they'll say they see a big like bright, lights, yeah. bright lights just floating around and going through places. So I think that's just another. I don't know. That's just another form of. So then that begs the question: Are light beings just souls? And that's like what a soul is: is just like pure conscious energy. They're level yeah. five souls. <laughs> I think there may be a distinction though between a light being and uh, orbs, because like what I was saying is like a blue orb. Yeah. Um, the light being, like I said, seems to be a, a, it takes some shape or form, not just the orb. I mean, I. I pretty sure they can but a lot of times you hear about light beings it'll take shape of something right and it'll be a mystical type experience where a lot of times the orbs kind of are associated more with just like like haunting even yeah and they're they have uh you know like with the blue one i just mentioned it can be like scary or you know haunted that type of thing i've also heard with the orbs too that it could be kind of what you were saying just like concentrated consciousness Mm -hmm. like a being can concentrate itself into the orb and travel in that type of way which seems it seems like that would be a very convenient way to do it i mean you wouldn't have to really abide by whatever is happening on whatever place you're visiting yeah just like be uh like a intelligent formless light like pure light um yeah it's crazy same thing with, like I said, with the NDEs, where they just experience people as like forms of light sometimes, where they don't see an actual person. It's just a light form. Who knows? Who knows with that stuff? But it's one of the things that some people see. Uh, one of the other things I want to get into is Agarthans, which are inner earth beings, and there's a whole bunch of different ones. I believe, I don't know if it was the Hopi Indians, 
but they had mentioned that there were these people, they called them the ant people, and they came from, you know, in, in, ca- in caves and cave systems, and it was during, I don't know, it was during one of the floods, but they had told them, like, how they could protect themselves during the flood, and then afterwards, they they went back into the earth. There's also the, the Nephilim, those are the giants mm-hmm. that have said they've been go- going yeah, back into the earth. All went to earth. I think there's a huge cover-up with that shit, too, to be honest. Uh, there's... Stories left and right, and I, I want to get into that with the Smith with the Smithsonian episode. But there's records of them finding absolutely crazy giants, like 15 foot fucking tall. Not not like some something would happen to a person where they get that uh, giantism. The giantism. I, I know it has an actual yeah. name to it, but those people only really get so tall before they die because their bodies, their, keep, yeah, their organs going. can't. I think it's the about bone growth maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It can't support it almost. Right. They get too, in a sense, they get like too brittle because their bones just keep getting bigger, but there's no like density to them. Yeah. Right. So I, I think there's a whole thing behind that too. And like I said, Agarthans aren't like one, I don't think it's one species. It's a whole, it's a whole bunch of different things. And the same thing with when they say they see UFOs flying to like the water and stuff. We've only explored how much water. Supposedly, not even twenty percent. Right. Yeah, like a and very. When we explore new, we find some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, you gotta wonder, like, if, if some of these are going into some sort of tunnel works. Now, I've heard from the su- the secret space programs that there's, the the there is not really a hollow Earth, but there's like giant pockets within mm-hmm. the Earth, and they're all somewhat interconnected. I don't know if some beings had made the interconnections, or I forget what guy it was, but he was. He was in a crew where they were digging into a tunnel. They're making a tunnel way, and they dig. They accidentally dug into like another tunnel. What they say was a yeah or a base. Yeah. And then they got attacked. I think his name was Philip. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guy, the guy that got his hand shot, shot off, yeah. or his finger shot off, and he also got shot somewhere in his. Yeah. Now people again, people tried to discredit him and, and stuff, but like, what what do you have to lie about? You like you already lost your fingers, man. Yeah, and he's missing like part of his hand. Right. Yeah. I've heard of that too. Yeah, it's like some underground. What kind of? Do you know what kind of being? I don't. I don't know what kind of beings it was. I know that. So his when he was telling the story, he said after they broke through. I don't know if they were trying to uh, dig a tunnel for the military mm-hmm. at the time, and they all, you know, there was armed guards everywhere, and they ended up being fired upon. Now, I'm assuming that the military had already known about them, because why would you have armed guards in this place? And, you know, if you're, just a tunnel. Dr- if you're just digging a tunnel. So apparently they got into this, this big fight, and uh, uh, this Philip guy would have died, but one of the people said, like, he was just awestruck by it. Like, he was like, what the fuck? Even, I guess, after he got blown back onto the ground, he was just like, what the fuck is actually going on here? And one of, I don't know if it was his friend or not, but he, he picked him the fuck up. He's like, you got to get the fuck out of here, man. And everybody else ended up dying, yeah. and they covered it up, and then eventually just called him crazy. Again, what what do you have to gain after that? I'm pretty sure he died not soon after his, his last... He suicided himself. Well, who knows? But that's, it's just, I don't know, there's so many goddamn things. Yeah, that was a crazy story. <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 he gives, I'm pretty sure, I should have wrote it down. I know his first name was Philip, but he has at least two or three different, like, two and a half hour long interviews that he just sat down or, or he was at some sort of convention. I'd love to go to one of those conventions. 
Uh, we talked about it a little bit, the Anunnaki. I think that those are pretty crazy, too. So those were from Mesopotamia, and they were supposedly the gods that came, and they all they all uh, worshipped these different Anunnaki. And it wasn't just one of them. I think it was a bunch of different gods. Do you know much about, about those stories? or I know a little bit. Um, I get, there were two of them, like Enki and something else. Some I forget their names, but they were like brothers, I guess, and they were uh, kind of ruling over separate parts of Earth. And supposedly they're the ones that created human beings. So they genetically modified uh, certain types of apes or whatever mm-hmm. and created what they wanted to be like as a workforce. So like some of this, I don't know if the translations are right, but they translate like ancient texts. And they say that they created us as a workforce to uh, mine gold. So the one reason they say that they wanted gold was that their home planet was like getting beaten by like their closest sun or something. It was becoming too hot, too much radiation from the sun, and they were going to cover their planet with uh, gold to reflect the light or something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Like, at, like a, a ring of it around. That's what, <laughs> that's what it's supposedly the gold was for. I don't know if that's true. But um, it's also, it's kind of interesting, though, because then you think about why the hell do we care about gold? That's kind of weird. But um, so I guess then the, the brothers got into a fight and had like a war with each other or whatever and then eventually left. But uh, that's... Basically, the most I know about them that supposedly they created us as a slave force. Mm-hmm. Some people think to mine gold, and some people think they'll return as well. Now, I will say this with the gold thing: gold has a lot of crazy properties about it. I mean, it's in every electronic, basically any any computing electronic. So I think there might be something to to gold itself. Mm-hmm. I'll say outside of like conducting electricity, gold is like a pretty crappy metal to use for stuff besides making jewelry. Or conducting electricity. You can't build with it. You can't... Make a tooth out of it. it yeah, like <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't rust. It conducts electricity. That's like it. That's, those just seem pretty important, though. To, to little thing, but like, I mean, but like, like you said, like, why do we care about yeah. gold most besides jewelry? Because like, there's other stuff that conducts electricity. Just yeah, I say there are a lot yeah, of like, different yeah. things. Yeah. It's like more abundant, too. But we have some type of fetish with gold, which is, you know... Yeah. I don't know. Besides wearing jewelry, like, yeah, it's... Yeah. Can't build with it because it melts at, I mean, at such a low temperature compared yeah. to other stuff. And it's super soft. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you can flatten it so easily. So it's make that tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever hear? Now this is a, this is another stretch. Uh, the the Bigfoot might actually be some sort that of extraterrestrial entity. Yeah. That one I think is hilarious. Or as uh, well, it's interesting though because they are seen when you have and you have yes. the same proximity because. Some people, you know, they associate UFOs. They say, you know, when there's a UFO sighting, there's often high strangeness. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, seeing a being, seeing the fucking Bigfoot. Um, it's like when there's a full moon. And people yeah. People are like, the crazy shit comes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, th- that, I kind of believe more that it's an extraterrestrial to some degree than it would be some random missing link because you can't find any of the bodies, supposedly, but then, then again, like, is that just a lie that the government supersedes and gets in there, stops anything from being seen or, or anything really coming of it? But I feel like the fact that there's not more... Like, all the sightings are like, you see it and then it walks away and you never see it again. And boom, it just disappears. Yeah, like some people would say that the 
Sasquatch is like an interdimensional entity too. Mm-hmm. So. Which is awesome. Have, have, there, have any ever uh, like experiences that you've heard of of people on like psychedelics where they have seen some sort of Bigfoot entity? Not really. Usually no. it's more like the mantis type or like some kind of like um, human animal combination. More so like um, you see alligators. Like alligator head on like a yeah. human body or something. Yeah, like that. that's what I was gonna say. Like not necessarily Sebek. like a like a merged fusion type, you know, of an ape and human. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that, and I I think it could be. I think that might be one of the the more believable things. Did you guys ever hear of the Flatwoods monster? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh man, this is so. In 1952, West Virginia, a ten foot tall, uh, being. It had like a spade, like it had like a spade hood. I think uh, a couple of teenagers saw it and one of the, uh, I think, two police officers that had, had gone to the place. A craft landed. This thing with giant fucking red eyes, 10 feet tall, had like a spade-looking head. Everybody said the same thing when they were questioned about it. And that's not the only thing that happened in West Virginia. There's also Mothman, 1966, <laughs> uh, West Virginia Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. And that is, a lot of people say that they... They think that it might have been a harbinger because a bunch of crazy shit usually happens when he's, high strangeness <laughs> happens. And again, uh, before, I didn't know this, but uh, but previously, people have said they had seen crazy lights in the sky, they had seen UFOs, and then all of a sudden these Mothman things, or what they equate to the Mothman, they started seeing. Uh, I remember there was a couple that were driving off to the area where it was first seen, and they are like, oh, we don't believe this, we want to go see this fucking thing. And they saw it, drove away, and I guess they were trying to hit like a hundred. And this thing was right alongside of them and up until they got into the city, and then it, it veered off as soon as like Wasn't they started. There, that whole thing with the bridge collapsing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, like a giant bridge collapsed, and there. a lot of people died. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Mothman is like associated with supposedly they when you see the Mothman, then suddenly like a string of horrible events will happen, and like I, I, there's some weird numerology involved with this too. I think it's thirteen. <laughs> So like after every event, thirteen days something will happen, like one like a, a fire, and then I think that actually happens in in uh, order with the way the numerology works. I think it's thirteen, but um, all sorts of uh, horrible events happen, like the bridge, and like the numerology like adds up in this weird way to all these events that happen, and when a uh, a mothman occurs when they see it. It's crazy because it hasn't only just been seen in West Virginia. I think there was a reporting in New York somewhere and another one maybe in Chicago. Yeah, I think the Chicago one is associated with the fire I mentioned. Oh, okay. Yes. Have you ever heard anything about Mothman? I have never heard of Mothman. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. And it was, like I said, what, when did, what was the first one? 1966 is when they first saw it. And apparently a lot of different people have seen it now. Again, they'll try to beat it down. They're like, oh, that's just the town trying to make money because they have a... St- There's a giant Mothman statue in, oh, yeah. in Point Pleasant, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Just like Area 51 has a... What's the name of that diner that's oh, really famous out there? Alien Inn? Yes, the... Alien. Alien. It's a, <laughs> I kind of like, oh, it sounds awesome. But it's one of those things where, like, oh, they're trying to make money off of it. And I don't think that the people of... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they are making money, but not off of that... In particular, I mean, they say people will come and just tell their stories to the yeah. owners and everything. And, and it's um, like, 
how much money are they really making? Like, right. Right. Making, they're not becoming millionaires and leaving the town. Like, they're just, they're still living there. Like, well, and imagine how many yeah. non-believers there are opposed to believers. Like, right. I mean, the market is not really in yeah. favor of them. Right. Like, they're, you know. What are you going to make? A couple hundred bucks? Woo-woo. Exactly. Yeah. If only believers come. How much money could you Yeah, it's not like a five-star resort. It's just yeah. like a little yeah. inn. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. Covered in just a crap load of alien paraphernalia. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I'm going to go on to the robotic ETs, which I had dug a little bit more into recently. There's the Pasigula event in Mississippi in 1973. Uh, they talk about it in the Lights Out podcast, and I'm sure they talk about it way before that anyway. But there were, I think there were two dudes working... And uh, they were like, oh, shit, well, it's, I don't know if it was the end of the day or on their lunch shift, where they wanted to go fishing. They went out into this, like, little abandoned area, and all of a sudden, uh, while they were fishing, I think, a, I think a craft came down, and then three, like, robotic beings came out. We were listening to it in the car. Do you remember that? They and, saw the light. Uh, as, other people saw the light. Yeah, as soon as the guy, like, he, they saw them and just saw, like, shapes, like, oh, are those people? And then I guess as they got closer, they looked, they looked more robotic. They're like, oh, fuck. They tried to run. They were injected with something and then brought onto the ship. Oh, where was this again? Sorry. This Pasigula. happened in uh, Pasigula, Mississippi. Okay. okay. Now, this is one of the, it's one of the crazier ones, but just because of the description they gave these things. One, they could hover. They hovered on the water. I don't think they actually walked through the water. Okay. They had weird, like, yeah. probe-type things on their faces. It was pretty crazy. And you do hear a lot of events where they get, like, people get injected with something. Either they are being, I'm, I'm assuming, probed maybe to some degree, or it's just to get them to, to be knocked Go out. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Night-night. Uh, there's also another crazy... Uh, robotic event it was the clown robot of a sandown clown uh the sandown clown in Mm. sandown europe uh 1973 it was two boys that had seen a weird fucking clown being and it was interesting because joey talked about it that some people actually see clowns during during psychedelic like trips like dmt it's like a iconic like the clown jester uh circus type thing and that's what I, I what I was saying to you then. It's like interesting that that could have been the same thing, like some type of interdimensional right. clown being or something. Because we think of clowns and we just think of humans, but humans got the idea of a clown from something. It's not just something that existed. And I feel that we may have gotten the whole idea of a clown from altered states of consciousness, like from a DMT realm, because we created this, you know, archetype of the clown, this figure that's, like, real goofy, and he's all happy, mm-hmm. and, like, when people experience these things on DMT, they're very, like, playful, wacky, like, uh, Little babies. goofballs, basically? Yeah. Okay. So, maybe that we found that, or we had those experiences, and then found it so powerful that we replicated it in our life. It was just some crazy, like, colorful being with... A big red nose or something. Right. Just a big face. Wacky, like, like, stripes. Yeah, just, yeah, and just a bunch patterns. of rainbow, Even, rainbow like, colors. Conceptually, too, though, like mm-hmm. the the jestery, like, trickster yeah. circus archetype is really deeply embedded in like the psychedelic experience. Yeah. Mushrooms, I've experienced mm-hmm. it on DMT as well. It's very prominent. So it's not, it's not just like the way they look, but it's also yeah. like a deep, deep archetype that we've adopted, I think, from those experiences over time. So something like that could possibly be like manifested in our realm and look 
like maybe that's the three-dimensional version of it. Like mm-hmm. let's say a DMT experience, it may look differently because you're in a different realm, but it may manifest like that in our realm. It was it was crazy that it needed to the at least the one that the boys saw it was crazy because at first it was it said it was scared mm-hmm. and it was it was like more of like a shy being and then it said it didn't you know it didn't really want to interact with anybody else I think it's really crazy that kids are mostly like a lot of kids are affected by a bunch of it even when you think about the four hundred one one cases like the abductions in the forest and stuff a lot of the times it's kids yeah or it's really really experienced people. That have been in those forests plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, but this this being was, they said it was like half mechanical, half organic, and half like wooden, or what they described were wooden. Uh, it was surviving on. It couldn't just drink water. I guess it had to clean. It had to cleanse the water somehow, and then be able to drink it. And it was collecting berries. And they said how it ate the berries. It like it just like tossed the berries into its fucking mouth. But again, like, is that just? Is that is that spilling over? Like, do you think that's like a like a separate dimension thing, and it's just spilling over somehow, and those kids were able to perceive it? Or to me, it just it it just connects with psychedelics and DMT specifically so deeply. And the interesting part about it is they like describe it as like a robot type thing. Yeah. And a lot of people describe their DMT experiences as like having like technological undertones. Okay. Like kind of. Uh, like the machine elves almost. Yes, like exactly. okay. So like. It wouldn't surprise me if, like you said, some type of spillover or something in the consciousness of the children that allowed them to kind of perceive these entities in our own realm. Right, because, so, Spencer said in another episode that we had that he, like, he's like, well, what if dimensions are just, like, overlapped on top of each other? Like, yeah, we might be in dimension A, but then dimension B is, like, right on top of ours, and we just can't really, we don't have the ability to perceive it. So, is that, is doing, like, psychedelics... Or DMT, or anyone, take your pick. Uh, is that a way to, like, you think, like, just lift the veil just slightly so we can perceive that? Do you think that our consciousness actually goes to these places? It's, it's hard. I, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I think these are chemical gateways to alternate dimensions, alternate versions of reality that are here all the time. Like, they're around us right now, everywhere. They're just... We're existing in this field of information, and we've evolved with a certain type of senses that allow us to intake information in certain ways. Like, I can intake information through my eyes, and I can see it. Light reflecting off of whatever objects that I can perceive with my touch. But they're all connected. But they're not all that there is. There, there's, there has to be more. I think yeah. there's oh, definitely. Yeah. I would say that, yeah, like, kind of what you said, that it all exists in the same place, in a sense. And, like, it's interesting... It's easy to think about when you think, you know, compare us to ants. So there are ants all over our planet right now, and they have no comprehension of us. They're they're basically two-dimensional beings in a sense of supposedly how their uh, experience is. It, it's just kind of forward, back. There's not like a uh, as as like we it, we see three-dimensionally or we experience three-dimensionally. Supposedly, they experience two-dimensionally, and. It's, and they have no idea of us, of our existence. They can't really perceive us. And when we, if they somehow, if we go into their their view, it's like they don't know what it is. They don't understand it. And it just makes you think that there could be the same type of relationship going on above us. And like More a higher ants. dimensional being could like, 
pop into our existence and it's like, well, it's a UFO. I don't know what that is. And then pop back up. So like it's, it's already happening in, in our scale with us and like insects or, you know, things that can't comprehend the existence of us, but we coexist. Do you ever hear about the guy, um, Ingo Swan that can, uh, he was one of the first like ast astral projectors and, uh, he was able to go to, I don't know if it was Mars or the moon, but when he went there, I guess there were beings that actually fucking perceived him being there and like, yo, you get the fuck out of it. I don't think they told him to get the fuck out of there, but he snapped right out of it. And he was like, I don't think I'm supposed to really be there. I do remember reading uh, Robert Monroe's book where he said he wanted to go visit the president at the time. And he went there and he perceived a being that was there that was like, mm -hmm. no, you're not going in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, it's, it's one of those things that's crazy. Like, I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so... It's so far removed from our everyday, like, thinking that it's, like, hard to wrap your head kind of around that sort of thing. I don't know. We're just so, like, uh, indoctrinated into a specific way of thinking and a specific worldview that we, you know, are taught that matter, we just live in a material world. And matter is the fundamental aspect of reality. And matter is, you know, we just somehow, matter was put together in a perfect enough way that we somehow just have consciousness. So like it's it's with that type of thinking it's like it can only get you so far and these other things just seem completely out of the realm of possibility. But if you reframe your thinking about how reality actually operates and what's really going on, suddenly these things be become more plausible and possible. And it's like okay, now I can at least grasp the thought of this being a possibility. Damn. What do you think would what would be going through your head if you had an abduction experience? Like, and you actually remembered it. What do you think your first, like, thoughts would be going through your head? I mean, initially, there'd probably be a lot of fear, depending on the experience, too. Um, I haven't, I've had uh, experiences with, like, entities in dreams, but never, like, abducted onto a, uh, a craft. But I, the one experience I had um, was with, like, a gray-type alien, and we spoke uh, telepathically. And at first, like, the whole first part of the dream was, like, just pure fear, like, what is happening? I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But eventually, um, when the contact finally happened, uh, we became, like, really close. Because through telepathically speaking, it's like they, this, we knew more about each other than, like, a deep human relationship. Right. So in that aspect, if I look at that, I often kind of frame my worldview where I place value upon my dreams and look at them as real as, as what people would say real and as you know same as my reality being very dreamlike and so from that experience it was it was very pleasant and awesome and I gl I'm glad I have it but if you're thinking of a classical abduction experience it seems most people that have them have a pretty at least initially terrifying experience and I, I think that might be like you said or like we're just embedded with that with that fear maybe for some reason and then it's a it's a fight or flight reaction like you're not even really thinking at the, the moment really you're like oh fuck man i gotta get off this thing this something's not right here man like i was definitely in my bed two seconds ago i wasn't on a fucking operating table you don't know if you know if you're going back that's probably the biggest fear people have yeah, you're like, that's a good, good fucking point dude they're, they're helpless and you know 
it's interesting too because a lot of people that are abducted have you know a telepathic message happen to them and a lot of times it seems that um they get the message like we're not going to hurt you right but then like some pain happens through the procedure anyway but a lot of times i hear people say that like sometimes it's even almost like a frustrated message like why are you doing this we're not hurting yeah, you. yeah it's like stop resisting just relax yeah. and let they're getting upset and with a toddler almost yeah, like stop how, complaining about this just go to bed how we get with like a cat when we're gonna give it its shots or something yeah. right like, okay it, like we're not hurting you this is for, for your own good yeah yeah like that makes a lot of sense yeah that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, one other being I want to touch on uh, real quick is the mantis beings. Now, they're like I said, the biggest thing I, I remember hearing about was uh, the the Love and Saucers. Again, if you've never seen that that movie, I'd really highly recommend it. This guy's experience is absolutely batshit insane. Is it on and, Netflix or is that on? It's I, on something. It's on YouTube. It's on a platform for okay. sure. They said it was on Tubi or something last time. I don't know, but it's okay. it's super good. The guy was abducted. Uh, he see, like I said, he saw all these different beings. The mantid beings seemed like it was more of like writing shit down mm-hmm. or studying. yeah, or studying what's really going on. Uh, again, I've I've heard that DMT experiences. There's there's mantid beings. Now, are those when you hear about those? Are they more or less like? When you when you hear about these beings through these these experiences, are they just there, or do are they actually interacting with with the person to some degree? A lot of times it depends on if you're talking about smoked DMT or ayahuasca, which is like an edible form of DMT essentially. You drink it. It also lasts longer um, too, right? The ayahuasca experiences. Yeah. Okay. And ayahuasca experiences often allow you to have more contact with whatever spirit or whatever being you're coming into contact with. So when you see mantises there. They usually represent something a little more tangible to your mind. Okay. But when you visit something like an entity with smoked DMT, it is so outrageous, so alien, and just so insane that usually you don't get too much of a connection in terms of like understanding it for what it is or it having some sort of power or... Um, understanding of you either you know what so I mean? it's almost like you just get to like perceive each other for a little bit you don't really get to do that inner the whole interacting business it almost seems like se. they're they're trying to give you information on smoke dmt but it's really really hard for you to understand Stand, it. okay like you're just trying to kind of get your bearings because it's so fucking insane and by the time you realize like okay i'm here i'm alive i'm breathing my heart's beating okay i'm not dead then like this thing has already try to give you the information and by the time like you're working it out you're coming down and it's all kind of dissolving but with ayahuasca it's different it seems to have more of an intent these beings and you can sort of okay. understand them in a way that affects your life you know what i mean all right yeah i would say that yeah there's like it always seems to be that there is an intent or a message going on but like he said with smoke dmt it's so intense that often you you're, you're it's too intense to almost comprehend. Okay. But if you do calm yourself down, if you can kind of just open yourself, there's often a message. And a lot of times, and this isn't even just with like psychedelics. I've heard that, I've heard differing stories, but I've heard a lot of the mantis beings being like pure loving. Like yes, very, I've heard like, that too. That loving. there's. And uh, but that it's interesting. Like you keep going back to the psychedelics because all these things seem to be you're able to communicate with these beings through an altered state of consciousness. 
So, but the mantis, I would say, is from what I've heard, is uh, like a loving type of being. Now, a little, a little bit on the DMT. I remember watching a girl, and she did a ch a challenge where she tried to smoke DMT every day for I think. Yeah, she had the pen. I, I heard. Yes, about yes, yes, and she was supposed to do it for a so long, prolonged amount of time. She only got like three or four days into doing it, like back to back to back. I guess on like one of the days. She had perceived beings, and they were like, they were telling her stuff. I don't think it was anything like cruel or, or malevolent or anything like that. It was just they were relaying information to her. And then the second day that she did it, and then perceived them, they were like, "Yo, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, you can't be here anymore." And I guess after that, she, after that, she had started like getting depressed. She quit doing it a hundred percent after that. She was like, I, I know I'm not human right now, and I know, like, I can't really talk to anybody about it. Like, I know that this this isn't even me. I'm just in, like, a, a flesh suit, basically. And I, I don't know if that's because she had other underlying problems before, or if she really just couldn't handle that this might not be all there is. Yeah, uh, it's probably, like, probably a combination of that, I would assume. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're just, like, doing... DMT all the time to just like do it like setting up a challenge like that it's probably not the intent wasn't right yeah, yeah exactly and it sounds like someone like that didn't have the framework to deal with the consequences of what you're going to discover so it's like uh, you're something you gotta take seriously and move cautiously with and kind of get your 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 metaphysics at least you know start to discover a little bit of what's going on here before you just blast yourself with DMT for 30 right. days I thought that was pretty silly. Yeah, I was it's like, not a good idea. Back to back yeah. to back, and, and you like don't even really know it's. Yeah, but and I also heard it's now. Correct me if I'm wrong. You really sh like sometimes it, it's a negative effect when you do have like depression or anxiety, or sometimes it can fix it. It's almost like a flip of the coin, really, depending on. Again, like like Joe said, it depends on your metaphysics, depends on your understanding, it depends on what you're bringing to it. There's so many different factors, and usually. If done correctly with, you know, the right set and setting, you're going to have a positive experience generally. And it's found in many of the studies, most of the studies that have been done on DMT, psilocybin, LSD, that uh, it's, it's really effective in treating like treatment-resistant depression, like stuff that's really deep, deeply held traumas that uh, other means of healing have not been able to do. So, I mean, again, it really just depends on what you bring to it. Okay, I, I think the last the last thing I want to talk about being wise is have you guys ever heard that they kind of play on this with nope a little bit mm -hmm. that sometimes the crafts are beings themselves mm -hmm. and it's I can't pick of I can't think of any one specific incidence but I have heard a bunch of different times where even if it's not a creature like they're almost like conscious we talked about it a little bit consciousness assisted technology which apparently this is some of this some of this technology that we've we've tried to back engineer is consciousness assisted technologies. Well, I believe there was there were leaked documents that said that the craft themselves have the ability to alter human consciousness. Mm -hmm. Man. Right? So that hmm. that in itself is such a mind fuck. I really don't want to I don't want to spoil the movie but Nope was kind of awesome in that aspect that it was itself a just a weird. I don't even it's think like they a, really say it's an alien. They just say it's a creature. Well, it that's had to been, be like it. I I don't remember if they said it was from space or it was just like something that lived here. But like it definitely was like it looked like a space squid. Just to some extent, right? Sorry, 
the spoil if you didn't see it. Like. We we're the spoil boys. <laughs> so. yeah. But that's like kind of what it looked like. Is like it, it it like opens up and then it like and like flutters and like kind of like acts like it's underwater in a sense, but it's just a giant being and then it like can like wrap itself up and look like a saucer. I like the hypnotic eye that it has. Yeah, that Do you it ever has. hear about that too? About when when it's when you see some of these beings that they're almost these people are hypnotized by just like staring at the being. Do you think that that could be just them hypnotizing you, or those people are just so awestruck that they think they're being paralyzed? I think it's probably both. I mean, I think most people are going to have, like, the fight or flight or freeze reaction. I think a lot of people are just going to freeze. But if these beings are so, like, advanced, intelligent, and conscious, they're probably... It's probably easy to kind of hypnotize whoever's in front of them if you have the ability to communicate with your mind. So I I would assume that... They're probably, because in a lot of the stories you hear about um, in these circumstances, people are often just paralyzed. Sometimes, you know, you think, oh, they paralyzed with fear, but a lot of times they say, like, they just can't move. Like, they're right. just stuck. And uh, so maybe, you know, there's something they can do to just kind of control what your movements, I don't know. I've heard that also it happens a lot to do with, like, they get hit with a beam of light or yeah. something, and then they're just stuck because of that beam of light that hits them. It happens a lot in when people are in cars. I know I've noticed that that they they'll just get they'll get stuck. I guess all the lights or, or the equipment in the car will start to light up. Then they'll be frozen. Well, they'll see, get hit by a beam of some sort. That kind of makes sense to me because the one video I, I showed in our group text a while ago, where like they could basically like, levitate water with sound, where they just had like frequencies that yes. set a certain thing, and they could just like hold a, a water droplet sitting there, or they could like. Manipulate in a sense. So you like, think that would that's, that's the like the same thing, thing that they could just amplify a frequency at way higher volume and just freeze a target, which would be a human. Okay. Okay. That doesn't sound unplausible. Mm. And they talk about sometimes like I don't know the craft or just the strangeness of the experience itself that like the alteration of time. So that like, is such mm-hmm. a weird yeah. thing that that happens so often. Yeah, like things could be slowed down that you're just like unable to act the way that you would like there was a one case where a guy was um abducted and he was deer hunting and there were deer just like acting or elk actually and they were acting out of the ordinary they were in a group and they weren't reacting to him like running so he pulled his gun up and then fired and it was like dead silence. i remember this so he fired and then the um the Didn't bullet, the bullet stop? It came or out it hit just something? Like slow. It went out real slow, and it, um, and then you know, then he ended up getting abducted. But they did. I guess it hit the craft, but the craft wasn't visible. Okay. Um, because they found the bullet. Like this was a case that was studied yes. after, and they found the bullet, and it was disfigured, and like it, something weird had happened to this bullet. So it hit something, or something happened to it. But the reason I bring it up is because. When he fired the gun, like time must have been extremely slow, or something must have been happening there for a bullet to be inching forward. Damn, that is isn't that fucking just the the wildest shit. The other thing I I, I kind of want to end this because we we've been going a little bit with this uh, episode is so how long during this the soft disclosure are you do you think people are going to start pressing about the entities or whatever's controlling the craft? I feel like that's already happening, but like. No one really cares because the one I fucking I know, care. I know you do, but the one thing I, I, I've seen a couple podcasts mention it. Um, 
I forget what news station and a bunch of people saying that like the government said like there's a mothership in our solar system now that's just like kind of watching us. Wasn't then, that also supposedly the what, what was that uh, comet the Muamua or something like that something that, like that came yeah. that came by and well, it, it comes by yeah. every once in a while. The guy who discovered no. that is Avi Loeb, who he is uh, head of the Galileo Project, which is a private group that is investigating UFOs. But he discovered the Muamua, and he's convinced that it is some type of technology or something because the way it isn't moves, the isn't the pattern of it kind of like it's not it, it wouldn't be a natural pattern right. for something to be going it, okay it's yep. like change direction or something yes but Avi Loeb he actually wrote the paper with Kirkpatrick the guy who is head of the uh, Arrow the who ran that um, hearing the other day so they wrote a paper together because they're both scientists and they wrote that paper that's what you're hearing about mm -hmm. that the a hypothesis that there is a mothership shooting like drones at our planet like maybe yeah. these balls because apparently they're seeing those balls but yeah that's where that actually came from i don't know if there's anything really behind it but there's a whole scientific paper that they peer-reviewed that they wrote about it right but right. like that they, was that was your theory though right that you thought a lot of them was was drones yeah. that yeah. were coming here yeah which would make sense because then you wouldn't have to dirty your own hands really or worried about getting injured to any degree. Or you know? if like you lose your drone, now you don't have to worry about your buddy or your someone in your species now being stuck on that planet. You just happen to lose a drone, which sucks. But it, it kind of makes sense with those silver orbs. Yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like it would be like a drone maybe. It's weird because how are they, I mean, maybe it just goes back to you, like, we're using our dumb little human minds to try to perceive all these things, but how would it even be able to retain any sort of uh, information, other than it had some sort of internal computer, maybe, and it was just mapping out or, sections where it was going. Say, or other drones, then, like, how they can consciously control things with just, like, their own consciousness, putting it into the drone and then right. controlling it, and then it's just... Boom, coming right back to them. Because maybe they don't need the eyes to perceive. Yeah, they just, that is a very good point. And as Joe is saying, like comparing us and ants, like the ants don't know the, what yeah. kind of information we want to get when we're studying them. So how would they be able to perceive how our technology... Like say I'm trying to measure some sort of a trajectory of an ant or like Joe had mentioned how um, like they see in two dimensions. They have no idea that we can figure that out about them so how can we claim to know what they're they, looking at yeah. you know what i mean right. or how they're looking at mm -hmm. us yeah that is a that's a lot to think about which man. is like kind of why like i think you mentioned it earlier that maybe like we don't even know the true form of these things like for instance there there's like two theories that there's a bunch of different alien species or interdimensional species that are visiting us or that there is just one overlapping phenomenon that represents itself in different ways like it may be something totally different uncomprehendable to us but when it presents itself to us it takes shape of something we can recognize like if we wanted to study ants or infiltrate ants, we put a little ant robot in there and have its pheromones on there and put that in. So like, so it would at least recognize the thing. So like, it could be that it just, it's some totally different phenomenon that's showing itself in a way that we can recognize. Like it could be, like we couldn't communicate with ants. They're mm -hmm. not smart. We're too smart to communicate with them in a sense. So if we wanted to, we'd have to do it through pheromones and a little robot that looked like a, an ant. So maybe they're so smart trying to communicate with us, but they can't. And the way they're attempting to do it is like, let's put something there that looks like them and try to get them to engage. Right. I don't think it was, but didn't they like kind of do that? I, th I think it was X-Files movie. They did that with X-Files where they had like 
two agents were talking to like an alien that like visited them, and then when they're leaving, they're like, "Oh, he's like, oh, so what did you see?" He's like, "Oh, I saw my grandfather." He's like, "Oh, I saw something totally different." Yeah. And but they were both talking to said same entity. But they perceived it differently. Yeah, and they're like, "He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't even know what." He's like, well, "What are they truly are?" He's like, "I have no idea." He's that like, does was, happen in a lot of movies. Yeah, they're like. This was the most pleasing thing that you could think of because I was yeah. reading your mind, bro. <laughs> and there are sometimes cases where there are multiple witnesses that happen to see slightly different things. Sometimes mm-hmm. right. they like, have slightly differing reports. Sometimes it's exactly the same, but sometimes... That's it's, so, it's so hard to think because then sometimes is that just because they were so scared at the moment and they didn't mm-hmm. actually... like They both did see something, but they were just so fucking terrified and, and their brains were going haywire that they couldn't... like. 100% like describe what the hell they were seeing or it could be like what you said where it's just <coughs> it's whatever what individual is perceiving I mean sometimes you are getting those people like mass events where they all are seeing the same mm-hmm. entity though yeah I heard even about a, a case where it was like a mother and daughter driving in a car mm-hmm. and they saw like a sh- like a UFO over their car and they happen to have like a camera and so they're like, oh my god, they like took the camera or the photo, but in the photo it just showed up as like a little like thing. It didn't. They were seeing a, a giant shit. shit, but it just looks like something. This is why I wish we, I wish we had so much more time to talk about it because <laughs> yeah. I really want to go into because, like you said, there are people that describe going into these small things, and after they go into the small thing, it's fucking crazy huge. Like there's no way in fuck that whatever thing you walked in could have been this massive goddamn thing that they were trying to, to explain to people. Yeah, I have heard of that a bunch of times. Yeah, I've heard of that a lot too. It's just so it's so crazy. The next time we do UFOs and Bros, we'll get into like the different crafts, maybe speculate on how the fuck they even operate. Yeah. Sounds it's, cr- good. it's crazy shit. Their feet. But I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming again. Yeah, no Again, problem. shout out to the Pursuit of Infinity podcast. Whoop whoop. Great fucking show. Watch it. And watch us next week. (laughs) Watch it. Love you guys. Bye.